up. Been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. You might see me in my red with my bitch bumping my shit. You don't like it, get off my dick. I don't like it unless it's you might see me in my red with my bitch bumping my brand shit. You don't like it, get off my dick. They say your attitude determines your latitude. I'm high as a motherfucker, fly as a motherfucker. And still the motherfucker you love to hate, but can't because you love what I make. Now ain't that about a bitch, and I'ma talk shit until I'm out of hits. They don't wanna turn these speakers up, they claim I ain't deep enough. All that talking I feed off of, keep it up. I'm relaxing, my feet is up. I'm leaving you haters like when Shaq left the Lakers just to heat it up. I state the stats to stunt, I don't need the front. Make black history a day, I don't need them all. The survey says by the streets according, Kanye just important as Michael Jordan was to the NBA when he was scoring. Ralph Lauren was boring before I warm him in. I don't like it unless it's you might see me in my wig with my bitch pumping my shit. You don't like it, get off my head. No way, I don't want it unless it's you might see me in my wig with my bitch pumping my shit. You don't like it, get off my head. Now some women hit the mall and some shop at the thrift store. Some of them mix and match and make it look like they get more. Some of y'all know you wear 16, squeezing into a six. Damn, what you make them jeans rip for? I guess she looking for a brand new man who ain't always got to sit down because he can't stand you. Boo, this the brand new jam to dance to. Why you giving me hair like shampoo? Come as you came, skip the brand name. I won't brand you. What you do here, stay here like Cancun. Besides, your breast is augmented. I like things authentic. Look at all my whips. They're all vintage. I got a loft with a view of the sea. See, I take some old shit and make it new for me. Pimp it out like exhibit to the oomph degree. Why spin an arm and a leg? We can kick it for free. And see, I don't like it unless it's you might see me in my whip with my bitch pumping my shit. You don't like it? Get off my dick, nigga. I don't like it unless it's you might see me in my whip with my bitch pumping my shit. You don't like it? Get off my I say busting in the hit them, fuck the cynicism. I'm quick to get y'all niggas constructive criticism. Like, wait, you basically suck. His mother said, my son went around. I'm like, ma'am, I don't agree with that decision. Nothing against him. But if he step, I gotta diss him. I listen to that weak shit, all of it. I can't follow it. Excuse me, 
I'm lactose intolerant. I work too hard to get my baby ball and kit. Nine to five had me blue collar popping it. Now I'm in the club and look who I get it popping with. Me and Ye go back like poop cuts. He hooked me up as long as they don't ask for too much. But even he know fest laying it down. Cause it's just the old B he had laying around. I don't like it unless it's you might see me in my wig with my bitch pumping my shit. You don't like it, get off my dick. Yeah, yeah, I don't want it unless it's you might see me in my wig with my bitch pumping my Yo, what's good, y'all? Maestro Styles and Trey Fraser here in the house tonight, y'all. Welcome to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, live on Spreaker.com. Hey, y'all, log on to Spreaker.com. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Dot com and just search for the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast page. You'll see our red logo and everything like that. And click the follow button. Click that follow button. That's very important because when we do these live shows, you'll get notifications in your email when we do these live shows. Also, you can follow us on social media, on Facebook, on Instagram, at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. And we got the WordPress blog site, so go to WordPress.com and you'll see Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all search that page. Uh, we got a couple of, you know, good things going on right now. And, um, hey, Maestro, man, uh, another week, man. Uh, yes, sir. You know, another week of uh, sports talk and a lot, a lot has taken place. But uh, how, how was the week, man? How the good, man. Go? Look, man. Uh, totally off topic. Lil Yachty, man. I'm, <laughs> I, I still don't like his music. I don't like his music either. <laughs> but I, I, Well, I like some of his songs. I'm going to say I like none of his music. But I don't like his music. Nigga, nigga, I, I, nigga, I got respect for... Uh, I, got res- I got a little bit more respect for the dude now. I um, I, I got a little more respect for the dude. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Vince Ray, what up, homie? Um, I definitely got a little more respect for the dude. I mean, not as, but I was, uh, he did a, um, you know, Joe Budden does this new show on YouTube every day. Um, and last week he was, you know. So that's in addition to the podcast he does? Yeah. Okay. Um, this is a, like a YouTube t- television show. Right. So, uh, with, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with DJ Academics, but he got yeah, like the, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So they do a show together on, uh, a complex, uh, put it on. Okay. And um, they he last week he was talking about um, you know Yachty's bad for the uh, bad for hip hop and all that, and uh, Lil Yachty pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Yachty was on this uh, this episode I just watched earlier today. You know, kind of explaining, you know, his side of the you know his you know his side of the way he sees where he sees things. Right. And right. When, when you got the other side to put it in perspective, man, um, I still don't really care for his music, most of it and all that, but when you but I understand why. Because his his plans for his music is totally different from say Joe Button's plans when he was coming up. Right. And, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He you know, it's just two different lanes. And hip hop is granted a a lane for motherfuckers to get money. Right. So you know, I, I you know it, it allows me to take his music as it is, and you know, I'm not going to become a Yachty fan and go to his concerts or nothing. But yeah, I was about to say that, not all for that, right? But now that I got his music in, um, now that I got his music in, uh, you know, in perspective, mm-hmm. or his or his like the way he moves in perspective. Um, it makes me 
you know, I can appreciate what he does a little bit more. Okay, yeah, I mean, I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. I'm, I'm not a big Yachty fan myself, but, um, you know, I know you're, you know, you're the music guy, and so I leave all that up to you as, as far as, you know, digging down deep to try to find some good music and everything like that. So uh, I see the homie, that ninja, up in the chat room. What up, Trey and Maestro? Do your boy a favor yeah, just, and get closer uh, to the mic. Okay. Yeah, I just, I just okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Appreciate that, man. Uh, Vince Wright. Yeah, volume all the way up, though. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So we got the NFL draft. We had the NFL draft, I should say, last week. Uh, NBA playoffs is ongoing. We're in the second round of the playoffs, and we got a few – D.C., Baltimore area stories that just kind of, you know, bring the light a little bit. But yes, first, man. DJ Queen, what up? Hey, DJ Queen. Um, man, I, I have to say my highlight of the weekend was my truck, man. So Saturday, we go to church, and I'm on 695, right? And we're getting off the Beltway. we about to get on Liberty Road, and the truck just stops running, right? Like, yeah. like the acceleration just stops. That's happened before. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it stops, and I get closer enough to where I pass the ramp to get back on the highway, so I'm, like, stuck in between the ramp and that next traffic light where there's a ramp coming off the highway, so I'm kind of safe for now in that sense. Yeah. So, man, kind of find out the battery was dying. And the reason I found this out was because, you know, you could try to crank the truck up and it doesn't work. But if your lights come on, that means, yeah. okay, the battery is still functioning, whatever. It's something internal with the engine, transmission Sorry. or something, or starter or something like that. Mm -hmm. So called roadside assistance, you know, the whole drill. They come out in an hour to come, you know, pick you up and stuff like that. You know, and it's me and Nate, you know, the, the girls, you know, were home and, you know, me and Nate was on our way to church. And so I noticed that the dashboard lights started getting dimmer and dimmer. And so I'm like, okay, this looks like the battery is starting to drain a little bit yeah. for whatever reason. So guy shows up with the tow truck, tows it to the shop not far from our house, and they test it and they say, yeah, your battery has about 7 volts when it really should have about 12 to 14 volts. Okay. So needless to say, we had to get a new battery, so got that in the same day and we drove home and you know that was that so sunday i go to home depot it's like seven o'clock sunday night life of a married man home yeah it, 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 let me tell you something guys when you get married one of the places that you're gonna spend a lot of time at especially if you own a home is home depot and walmart yeah yeah and walmart or target yeah so on my way to home depot right the truck starts to, you know, shake a little bit. It starts to lose that acceleration and the gas and all that. But I was still able to make it there. No problems and all that stuff. Didn't get stuck on the highway or anything like that. Went in there, did what I had to do. Came back out, right? And so I cranked the truck, and the truck just starts making this funny noise. It's a loud, crazy noise. It's almost as loud as a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, that doesn't sound good. Next thing you know, dash light, light started coming on, battery light, um, check oil light, check service engine light, and all that stuff just started flashing, and then I start smelling smoke. Wow. So I'm like, okay, this something may, <laughs> something's not right. Wow. 
I shut the thing off and I called Debbie. I said, Debbie, you got to come get me. Um, this thing's acting funny again. So she came and got me. I had the truck towed late Sunday night, about 11 o'clock at mm-hmm. night. And I had it towed back to the shop I went to. Next morning, come to find out, alternator went bad. And, yeah. and, and for those that aren't familiar with what the alternator is supposed to do, it's supposed to basically, one, it keeps your battery charged up while the vehicle's running, and two, it's supposed to keep your belts operating. Mm-hmm. So when the alternator stops, the belts don't run. It runs in a particular awkward position, and the rubber to it, when it's rubbing against what it's not supposed to rub against, starts to burn. That's what I smelt okay. yeah. and stuff, so... Um, needless to say, man, this this thing's costing me a lot of money, man, and that that was kind of the highlight of my weekend, man. That don't sound like a highlight. <laughs> well, it I mean, sound like a low light. It it was a low light, but it dominated what we kind of did this yeah. weekend, you yeah. know. But you know, I'm here, Mocha thankful. Bella, what's up? Yeah, hey Mocha, how you doing? You know, thankful. You know, nobody got hurt. Thankful, my kids are safe. Debbie's safe, and. You know, I got that. Uh, I got that rental downstairs. I got the Nissan Rogue. It's a 2017. Okay. So, okay. you know, they they keeping me nice and cozy Go while they work on the while they working on the uh, on the truck. So, right, right. so uh, yeah, that that was sort of my highlight, man. Yeah. Uh, well, my highlight, I guess, if I had to say a highlight, um, is I was working all damn weekend. <laughs> I really? Was working all damn weekend. Now, now, were you on call? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so I was all right. Weekend. And and uh, if you if y'all can hear it in the background, I'm about to become a, a fisher, a, 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 a aquatic person. Like so, I got my little 75 gallon tank, and uh, I'm about to start uh, picking up this new fishing. Uh, 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 I don't even know what to call it. Fishing habit. I don't. I don't know what to call it. But, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I'm about to get some glow in the dark fish up in this thing. You know what I'm saying? It was a it's a it's a rumor going around the job that um, aquariums make women take their clothes off. It's a joke going on in the office. Oh, there you go. So get you, you know some glow in the dark fish. Yeah, and buy the honey over. Black lights on the joint. You no know doubt. What I'm saying. You know, I got the R&B playlist on Smash. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, hey, change all these bulbs yeah, to, like, red light specials yeah, or something like that, man. And then the fish be glowing in the dark here. I'm about to set a vibe in this motherfucker. Yeah, there you, know you go. I mean? So There you that, go. That, that, hey, that. if she and if if the girl you bring over is wearing, like, some nipple rings or something, make sure the nipple <laughs> rings are glowing in the dark, man. Listen here. Listen here. <laughs> listen here. Your wife might be listening. <laughs> okay, okay, right. I'll deal with that when I get home. Oh, but uh, I, I I forgot to mention one thing before we get into the sports talk. Um, got a homie back home in Brooklyn. He just started a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna have him on round about eight o'clock, so in about an hour from now. Um, the homie he goes by the name of the Mayor of Billionsburg, aka he's from Williamsburg, Brooklyn, representing BK all day. Uh, he's got a podcast called Politics and Bird Shit. He just started uh, last week. He, I think his episode I, two came out uh, okay. either today I or saw, yesterday. I his first episode. He, he, he dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah he definitely, dope. He dope. definitely. They, they, they funny. They funny as hell, man. So we're, we're gonna have him on and have him talk about the podcast and a few other things, and you know, and then we'll, you know, we'll get into the rest of the sports talk. But I, I guess we gotta open up with. Uh, with this thing revolving Orioles outfielder Adam Jones, man, and uh, what happened last night in the game versus the Red Sox. Yeah. Um, Orioles beat him 5-2, to two, but during the game, 
Adam Jones claims that there were some Red Sox fans in the stands that were throwing bags of peanuts at him, uh-huh. one, and two. And calling him a nigger. And call, yeah, and, and, you know, the white people in Boston are calling him a nigger and, you know, all types of racial slurs and, and all that good stuff. And so what, what I'm hearing is is that now it's putting Boston back with that reputation of being a racist city. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, look, man. Uh, I ain't never been to Boston, and you would probably have a better uh, opinion on it uh, because you know, being from New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I was, I was really waiting to hear your opinion on it. Well, as far as the city of Boston goes, you know what? <laughs> bless you. You, you, you know, I, I hate all things Boston except you know family members because. You know, my cousin Malcolm was born there. My aunt and uncle lived there for about eight years. And as a matter of fact, my aunt went to, can't think of the name, Framingham State. She, she went there for a few years. So, she, you know, they spent some time up there. I recently went up there with Debbie maybe seven years ago, 2010. I took her to see the Celtics and the Cavs play at the Garden. And, you know, it was electric and everything like that. Fans were nice and cool and all that stuff. But, man, I tell you what. When you wear New York paraphernalia, man, uh-huh. you, you get them grills, man. Yeah. Walking around Boston, you, you get them grills, man. So, you know, I had to rock the Yankee fitted and, you know, the Derek Jeter and all that stuff. And, you know, of course, cats, you know, got to say something smart and all that. It's like, all right, it's cool. It's all fun. It's all love, whatnot. But, man, I got to tell you, when you go to these games, man, and, you know, you're trying to take your kids and your family and stuff to these games to watch, you know, their best players play, it's just uncomfortable when, you know, guys are cussing at each other and guys are, you know, throwing things in the stand in the stands and throwing things out on the field. Because yeah. let's face it, if somebody hit Adam Jones in that situation with something, now, let it not be a bag of peanuts. Let it be a beer bottle or a beer can or something, a hard, you know, substance yeah, like that. It's going to be a big problem. You know, it's bad enough. It's a problem already when you're just throwing stuff illegally on the field. Right. But now you're talking about player safety. Ooh, that now. team broadcast and what up? Yeah, yeah, that's Togo. Chucky, what, what up? up? What up, Togo? I feel, I feel like it was somebody else we missed. Yeah, that boy Chucky, I see him up in there too. What up, Chucky? Um so now you're talking about player safety now. Yeah. And and, and it gets to be a broader light. And it, sh- it really it should be a bigger light on that than it is the reputation of Boston being this racist city because well, I don't think it's going to change any because well, the Red Sox management they could be upset they could you know say hey this is unacceptable they could do all these things and tote the company line and they can do whatever they want to try to nullify the situation the fact remains is that you got some people not all but you got some people and mainly sports fans that are racist in the city of Boston. That's, that's, and that's what I was. That's what I was going to ask. Is, is it? Is it? Is it right to say that? Is it a fact that there is a uh, a disturbing enough percentage of people in Boston from Boston that live in Boston that are they racist? Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. I remember hearing a story um, back in the day. Um, it's this cat that I knew from school mm-hmm. uh, named Adiel, and he was um, he was gay. Okay, but uh, he had went to Boston, 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 whatever for whatever reason. You trying to get the accent in there? 
I didn't. I don't know. Was I doing that? Boston. That's how they. That's, say that's it? how they talk. I, I need to do that on purpose. I, I, I must have. We about watched, to go drive the car. I must have watched Ted or some shit the other day. I, um, <laughs> but he uh, he went down there on some some singing shit because he could sing his ass off. And um, then he came back down, and I was asking him about how the shit went. Mm-hmm. You know, I ran into him for whatever reason. And he was he was like, man, they do not like niggas down there, right? Or up there, whatever. And um, I thought that you know, I just took what he said, and I would kind of, you know, if I have a conversation with somebody else in passing about Boston, I'd be like, well, yeah, I heard they was racist down there, whatever. I ain't got yep. interest to go on there, right? But it's, a, but it's a lot of, I mean, it's a. It's a nice percentage of black people out down there, though. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, New Edition. Shout out to New Edition. I mean, I'm just talking they about were... common people. Like, I know, yeah. I know. But, you know, for those that think that Boston yeah. is just this whitewashed city, you know I mean, you've got some African Americans that are from Boston raised there. Yeah. You know, like I said, my... Shout out to be magic Like I said, my folks, you know, my folks moved from New York to Boston for college and then, you know, started a family there and moved out of there, so... Yeah, there's there's an abundance of blacks up there, but, but you know, they, but for the most part, people, white people don't fuck with them. So. It, it, that's what it sounds like. And Grego, I, I gotta say something. What Grego said here, he said no more than ones in any other city. I uh, totally agree with that, Grego. Oh, okay. It's it's not just well, it's not just Boston. It's just the reputation that it has. But if you go to well, any other city, you're gonna find racist people. Malcolm, what up? Bilo, what up? If I'm saying that right, yo. Malcolm, I just was mentioning you, man. I just was mentioning you because we're talking about this situation in Boston, the city that you from, born in. Well, you wasn't raised in Boston. You only you moved out of there when you were three years old. But yeah, you know, welcome in the chat room, man. We we was just talking about you, and uh, glad you kind of popped in here. Interested to get your take on this whole story here with yeah, Adam man. Jones. Yeah, man. So um, I I, I kind of get into Grego. I don't know, man, because I live in the DMV. And, and I've been here all my life. And, you know, just these types of stories don't happen where, don't happen here. Yeah. You, you don't hear about them too. Not, not like that. You, you don't hear about you don't it. Go to but the, it don't mean that it doesn't happen. Well, let's be clear. If It'd be a whole different story from where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? Right. It'd be a, it'd be a totally different story. It'd be somebody got their ass. It'd be that white person got their ass whipped. And, <laughs> right, my, right. and black person's alibi was, oh, this nigga threw peanuts at me and called me a nigger. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. It would be. I, right. I don't. So I, I, the racism that happens in this area um, is more pa- passive. I'll give you an example. Yep, yep. Um, I went to school, um, in Southeast DC, um, Ketchum Elementary, and, um, in third grade I had a, and this is the only white teacher I had all the way up into high school, Mm -hmm. um, I had a white teacher named Miss Easterly, um, and just to give you some backstory, I've pretty much elementary school all the way up to, say, Eighth grade, I've been pretty much a straight A honor roll student. Right. So, um, right. Hey, I got a shout out. Uh, this is my homie who we're gonna have on a podcast a little <laughs> later on. It's the mayor right here. He said, right. I used to live in Boston. South Boston is mad racist. All right. ASAP. Yeah, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. so it, so straight A's, whatever. And then out of nowhere in third grade, I had this report card with like just straight up C's for whatever reason. Yep. 
And my mom's beat my ass. <laughs> I mean, it ain't no nothing to it. My mom's beat my ass. Word, word. And um, and then for for whatever reason, well, I'll tell you why. I was telling her I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, whatever, whatever. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why she had these grades. And my mother decided one day, all right, let's see, you know, let's see if you got bullshit. And she right. goes up to the school and um, finds out that I shouldn't be having C's. Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, by the end of that year, that teacher was fired, and my last and my marks went back to straight A's. <laughs> You made sure. <laughs> well, I didn't know. It was nothing I did. I would. I didn't change anything. You didn't change nothing. Okay. I didn't change anything. Okay. She was a racist. <laughs> ah. that's that's right. the type. That's the type of shit that I that like. I don't. And from coming from where I'm from, I don't deal with a white person. Let's be clear. If white, if if black people encounter white people in DC, mm-hmm. like downtown or whatever, they walk. They go to the other side of the street. You know right. what I'm saying? We don't yep. we don't deal like you know what I'm saying? We don't deal. Yeah, don't DC doesn't things. engage in have, the back and forth. That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm disagreeing with Grego when he was saying that racism is is different. Ain't nobody even if they was. I, mean, I ain't gonna say it. sure some white people got drunk and did some shit they weren't supposed to do. Right. But they don't got the ass. You know what I'm saying? It just, right. Doesn't, right. It's just different. It, I think it is different in different places. It, yeah. Opinion. No. I, I, I agree. With, I agree with that places. too. Not saying that it doesn't exist everywhere because that's a fact. Oh yeah, it definitely. Definitely. But it, it definitely doesn't happen. Uh, it definitely happens different. And and let alone stuff like that happens on the street when you go to these football games. Stuff like this happens. I was watching a video just the other day at a uh, Chiefs Raiders game, and a girl got punched in the face and flipped over five rows of seats, and a scuffle broke out between Raiders and Chiefs fans. Yeah, so yeah. It, it 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 gets like that, man. man. I remember the last time I actually uh, last time I seen Pittsburgh and the Redskins play is in two thousand eight, mm-hmm. and um. This is my legendary story because uh, Roethlisberger got injured that game and Byron Leftwich, Leftwich came, came in and mm-hmm. won the game for us or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, man, we was waiting outside. You know, we was waiting in the parking lot, waiting for stuff to clear up or whatever. Yeah. And man, niggas was getting white boys was getting slumped <laughs> up, man. <laughs> it was ha- it was going down. It was going down. <laughs> it was going down, man. Um, so scuffles happen. They do. It, it, I mean, like, it's the, the, so it's not, for me, it's more about, um, in the stands, that's the Church of the Wild, man. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it, it's, I mean, they Enter say, at your own risk. They tell you it's a family event and mm-hmm. all that, but. Nah, if you go into the opposing you, team stadium I mean, really, and you got your own team jersey on, you just better yeah, watch out. Right, like the time we, we went to the Steelers Raymond game. Yep. Like, we might have had to. We might have had to thump some yeah, niggas out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And, and and Trey's a is a damn Ravens fan. We might have had to thump we, some dudes yeah, out. But I was getting I was getting a little like I mean apparently a Bama I, we was walking over to Bama took the, the towel out my back pocket. Yeah, I yeah. Know it was going. I didn't know it yeah. was happening. Yeah, he Bama, took it took it out your back yeah, pocket. And then, uh, and then, uh, somebody, and then somebody else, walked by and just stepped on it on accident. Well, not on accident. Yeah. They meant to do it on yeah, purpose. Yeah, see, I didn't even I didn't see none of that. Yeah, Pat, yeah. I saw that Trey. 
we might have been fighting, and you would have had to fight. I'm, I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. I'm we glad might, you didn't. You might have had to fight because I would have had to knock you out, yeah. and they was they was gonna have to go up against me. Right, and, and, <laughs> right. they would have had to see a Raven. Uh, a Raven they was gonna have to see Ravens fans beat up another Ravens right, fan. Right. They was gonna you have to see that. Yeah, so I don't. Yeah, because you're my brother, wild, and yeah, I can't yeah. let nothing happen to my it's brother. Church the wild around this around that thing, man. So it, it, it's it's not. I wasn't so much, um, you know, surprised per se. Right. It was more like. Mm, I, I guess I guess somebody had to say something. Yeah, I mean, because it's more about it was more about. I don't think he's the first person. I, I'm sure he wasn't the first person to be called a nigger, and I'm sure he's not the first person to have peanuts thrown. No, at least in his direction. Definitely not. Or something thrown at least in his direction. See, Adam Jones embodies the black people of Baltimore, and you know, as, as much as people say, you know. They call it D.C. Chocolate City. They call Atlanta Chocolate City because of the amount of black people. Baltimore is 65 percent black. Now, a large percentage of that might not be as successful as the ones in poverty. But nonetheless, black people watch the Orioles because of Adam Jones for the last okay. you know, few years. Okay. You know, he embodies what they are in that city. So, you know, a lot of people take that, you know, very seriously, yeah. you know, you know, especially where I live at. So um, the number to dial the show is two four zero five three two two seven one eight. When we come back, we're going to get into some more sports talk. And, uh, you know, we got the NFL draft and some other things to talk about. Uh, I see uh, I see some comments in the chat room. I'll uh, read those when we get back from the break. You're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast. We'll be right back. Okay. I'm sure you heard. I'm sure you heard. He's back in the building. It's official tissue. How about dipset all day, nigga? Let's do it. Talk to me. I talk back. Jim. Jim. Now I'm a hustler. He's a hustler. We some motherfucking hustlers. When you love to be a hustler, too. Talk to me, I'm a gangster, he a gangster, we some motherfucking gangsters, when you love to be a gangster too, yo, from a lonely jail cell, back to the bricks, it's how real motherfucker from the, the, the dips, yeah, see I got to put work back on the street again, bounce back on my feet again, gators back on my feet again, bought some guns, these haters back with the beef again, red dot them, infrared lasers back on the heat again, and they want to lock me up, throw away the key. Cause I'm sitting on enough coke to throw away the key. Fuck them. You want to kill me, come and do it. I don't give a fuck. Diplomats live it up. Clack, clack, give it up. Hard dick, cab money, would I give a slut? Yeah, Chocolate Escalade, call at this nigga truck. My gun bust, need I say more? Now I got my moms telling me I should pray more. Mommy, please, I don't get on my knees. That shit ain't the G's. I'm about to take my ass to hell for all the triggers I squeeze. Now I'm a hustler, he's a hustler. We some motherfucking hustlers. When you love to be a hustler too. Now talk to me, I'm a gangster, he's a gangster. We some motherfucking gangsters. When you love to be a gangster too. Holla at me, I'm a rider, he's a rider, we some motherfucking riders, when you love to be a rider too, holla at me, how around, dipset, bird gang, what's good, when you like to be a gangster too, talk to me. Yeah, I'm still getting out, so what the judge boost the bell? Niggas running around saying what they gonna do to Brown. Now, two P89s on me, call me Ruger Brown. Y'all niggas talk about your bodies, I don't shoot and tell. And you still playing, you ain't even 
and close to coaching. First you up, then you down. What you roller coasting? Straight pound, rubber grip. What my host are holding? And as a baby being born, I'm being overdosing. Must have been my dope that did a man. I party on the yacht with some hoes of her pigeon friends. You tell a slut you love her and miss her. Hug and kiss her. I fucking diss her. Probably was your cousin or sister. I got model sucking dick. Put product on the strip. Spray a nigga, pay a nigga just a bottle of a brick. But I'm trying to make sure that my dust move. A young nigga, but I was laying that hammer ghost. It's crutching out. I'm a hustler. He's a hustler. We some motherfucking hustlers. When you love to be a hustler too. Now talk to me. I'm a gangster. He's a gangster. He's some motherfucking gangsters. When you love to be a gangster too. Holla at me. I'm a rider. He's a rider. We some motherfucking riders. When you love to be a rider too. Holla at me. How well dip set. Bird gang. What's good? When you like to be a gangster too. Talk to me. For that paper, snatch your daughter up. Crews pulling porches up. Kim, I'm home now. Go ahead and kick your Air Jordans up. Put your hand on me. Your mom's a get it in the mail. I was buzzing more than you when I was sitting in a cell. All the streets wanted to know was where's Hal Rell. There go Jimmy, there go Killer, but where's Hal Rell? There go Freaky Santana, but where's Hal Rell? I'm here now. Everybody, thanks for all the fan mail. But fuck a bitch, I don't love him either. The pot is black, the coke is white. So when I cook, it's like jungle fever. A couple niggas gonna get shot in they face and get raw for every dollar that they got in they sink. See, I'm something like a phenomenon. I kidnap your kids with their pajamas on. And I still slap a nigga just for stepping on my white on whites. I'm in the hood like peanut choosing my knives. I'm a hustler, he's a hustler. We some motherfucking hustlers. When you love to be a hustler too. Now talk to me, I'm a gangster, he's a gangster. We some motherfucking gangsters. When you love to be a gangster too. Holla at me, I'm a rider, he's a rider. We some motherfucking riders. When you love to be a Alright, y'all, we back in the house, y'all. It's Trey Frazier, Maestro Styles. Yeah. Listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. The number of the dollar show is 240-532-2718. I see the homie Chief Rock of Jersey Vern repping yeah, the X-Squad yeah. in the building. Was good, was good. He says Jones not from B-more. Hey, nobody said Adam Jones was from Baltimore. All I said was that he embodies what black people in Baltimore are when he plays baseball for the Orioles. That That's really all I said here. Uh, Grego said, whatever, Chief. Y'all got racists going around New York stabbing people with swords. <laughs> oh, shit. Is that, a, like, that happened? <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard a couple stories, a couple crazy stories about that. But uh, that's just that's just Grego just uh, taking a jab at New York, man. Uh, it's all love, though, man. So let me ask you. What up? You heard about the old the Stephen A. Jeff Perlman shit, right? Uh, yes, I did. Okay. And I actually read the article about it. Yeah. What, what, what do you make of what do you make of that man? Like why why did and not necessarily that that um that Jeff Perlman wrote the article. Why do you feel like Stephen A. feel like he need to go on his radio show and address it? Yeah, like ten minutes he yeah. addressed the thing. Right. Um, I don't know. I think he felt like his credentials was being attacked. Maybe that's what he felt. So maybe he had to say something to Jeff Perlman to let him know. Hey, listen. You know, I've been in this business a long time. Don't we, don't we deal with that a lot with Steven? Like, doesn't isn't he? It seems like he has to defend himself, like at least once every two months or so. It, it like, seems that like, way. Yeah. It, it it seems that way. But you know what it is? It's Stephen A's personality: loud mouth, barks a lot. You know, cuts people off on his radio show. You know, 
Mm-hmm. That type of bravado that he carries, I think, adds to why people want to go take shots at him. And and in this case, what they fired what a hundred ESPN employees last week, yes. and and I think the number wrote Riz since then. Yeah, right. But um, you know, he claimed that oh, you're going to fire a hundred and something people, and you're not going to include Stephen A. in that mix. Um. Which, which, which I is, mean, which is ridiculous. It's, it's really, it's pretty ridiculous. Like Stephen A. is probably he might be a top three face of yeah, ESPN like, yeah, right yeah, now. I mean, not necessarily my favorite, but certainly a face. Because like, let's face it, who's who's the face of ESPN? I would I mean, have who's to say the, most the popular. Well, I would say the face of ESPN right now is Michael and Jamel. Because when you look at it, because look, Berman's gone. He's not. Doing the NFL no more. Take is bigger than sports. sports well, no, no, no. I didn't. I didn't, okay. I didn't. I'm not comparing shows. I'm comparing personalities. And what I'm saying is, is that right? Because remember when Stu Scott was alive, he yeah. was. You know, he came out and all that stuff. You would say that Stu Scott was the face of ESPN at one point in time. That's you also, right. you also said at a point in time that. Chris Berman was a face okay. of ESPN at a time uh-huh. during, you know, football season and all that. Right. Now that those guys are no longer there, when you look around those personalities, I got to look at Mike and Jamel and say, Scott right Van now, Pelt. huh? Scott Van Pelt. Um, he's top five. I don't, I don't, know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know if I put him as the face of ESPN right now. I don't know if I'm ready. Cause I, think about I, it. I mean, Scott hey, Van Pelt comes on after midnight, like he's yeah, like he's late night. I mean, when niggas is sleeping. Let's be. Good. You know what I'm saying? Mike and J- Mike and Jamel come on 6 p.m. at in the evening where they get more viewers, they get more attention. I, well, I, I can't speak for that because, uh, be honest with you, I don't really watch a whole lot of TV for that matter. But, um, but I don't watch a whole bunch of. Um, like I watch, I watch as the sports the six class sports and I might have watched it once or twice when it first started because you know I I genuinely fucks with them too right but um I don't really watch yeah I don't really watch a whole bunch of TV let alone ESPN mm-hmm. uh, Grego ESPN did exactly what they intended to do get rid of all those people because they don't want to face on ESPN. I don't know if that's true though. I kind of agree with that. I don't know if that's I true kinda though. I kind of agree with that. I kind of agree with in, that. In what sense, though? See, I mean, in the very argument that we're having, the very argument that we can't legitimately say who's the face of this of the network when there were times that we could say Stuart Scott or there yep. were times that we could say Chris Berman. Right. Now, there we can't genuinely... Like, they really did get rid of everybody that was, you know quote-unquote mainstays outside of the rising talent like Curry Champion, right. Mike and Jamel, like the people that were... Mike Greenberg, yeah. Yeah, like the people that were kind of rising, like those are those next Bermans and people of that nature, but they haven't really made themselves like... You're not going to see Mike and Jamel doing another show because of some accolade they had. Right. Their brand is ESPN. Their job is ESPN. Sure, sure. But I, 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 I truly think, because again... Why the layoffs? Well, they're spending a lot of money on this NBA contract. And so... I don't know if it got anything to do with that. I don't think it has solely to do with it. Yeah. I think it's a part of it. Okay. But, I mean, when, when the last time you've heard of ESPN laying off 100 people? I mean, 
I mean, when have you really heard of anybody laying off that many people on a TV network? Sure, but, this, but what you, and it be this widely publicized, right? And that's my point. It's but, like it's like okay, there's got to be a really big reason for that, and I would have to say a part of it is doling yeah. out money for the the air NBA games. That's the that's a big part of it. Now, yeah. um, Vince Wright had a comment in here. Where can I find it? Oh, he said Linda Cohn said it's all because of politics at ESPN. Surprised she wasn't let go. Also, uh, yeah. I mean, but it's not like I mean, who? What were the bigger, the biggest names? I remember the dude that used to do first take was let go. Um, oh, uh, Jay Crawford. Jay Crawford. Was Jay Crawford go. was a big name. Um, um, well, I don't think you know him, but Mark Stein covered yeah, the NBA. That's a big name. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, got yeah. He, he got let go. Um, Britt McHenry, who I think I used to be, her. she used to do sports in DC here, okay. and then she got hired at ESPN. She got let go. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Um, a bunch of you know, a bunch of other you know reporters. It's like team reporters, right? Mostly, that's, right? It wasn't like uh, Werder. I think Ed Werder, Ed Werder got yeah. let go. Uh-huh, yeah. Yep, that's yeah, another that's big name fact. right there. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if it was necessarily about that. I, 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 I do. I am interested in what the next moves are. I mean. Let's be clear, ESPN is still going to be ESPN. It's not like, right. you know, somebody left and, you know, ESPN is not going to go on because of it. But I, I don't know, man. I, I I am interested to see what they're going to do next. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting back to Stephen A., man, um, I mean, did you feel like he needed to compare himself? I mean, I mean. Um, oh, to address himself. Jeff Perlman? Yes, I'm sorry. I don't know why I said I don't think he needed to take 10 minutes to do so. Yeah. I just think he just needed to take maybe a minute and a half, couple minutes to just say, he, hey, he listen. He called himself trying to funk Master Flex the nigga on a sports show. That right, right. Yeah, no, I, I didn't think it was necessary. I just think, look, just. Because who's Jeff Perlman? Because I don't, I don't know. I never I heard of the dude until, until this. You know what I'm saying? So why are you addressing a guy we don't even know? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess he. I mean, maybe in the writing, in the writing field, he's popular. I don't know. Right, right. I don't know, man. But hey, man. Yeah, Vince Wright said they're complaining of a new liberal bias at ESPN. Well, we're gonna have to see because if they continue to pump out politics on these shows, yeah, then you know maybe we might see some more firings, but. I don't think First Take is going to get away from some a little bit of political talk. Nah, they're not. You know, I don't think Mike and Jamel is going to get away from it a little bit. And I, I, you know what's if funny? I give credit for Mike, if I give credit to Mike and Jamel for anything, yep. they seem... What up, Sharif? What up, homie? They seem the most um, in tune with what they want to do on their show. They seem like they... they Genuinely take what they want to do and their like their personal abilities and put that to their show more than really any other show on ESPN. Right, that's what I give them credit for. But yep. but ain't nobody really, you know, <laughs> moving the needle. Everybody pretty much just doing what they do. They doing what they do. Yeah, and ain't you know, some really of them the needle besides first take and and uh, Sports Center, Sports Center Six. Yep. Yeah, yep. Miss um, Mocha made a good point here. She said, thank goodness they got rid of Brick McHenry or McKinley. I, I, I think she meant to say McHenry, but uh, she said she's the blonde that went off on that female cashier working at the tow company that went viral. I do remember that. Oh, I don't remember that. oh yeah, man. She, uh, she, she basically spazzed out on the girl because uh, <laughs> they didn't get her car quick enough. Like her car got towed 
And she was like, look, you know, I'm this big time so-and-so and you just the lady behind the cashier at the tow company. Big L, Stephen uh, A. should have been the first to go. Really? Nah. I nah. Mean, even, I mean, agree or disagree with his points, the fact that he's a black man who eloquently screams right. is going to keep him on TV for some yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to get rid of Stephen. Yeah, like, come on. Like I said, he's a top he's three. Polarizing. He's a top. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, he's a top, to me, again, he's a top three face at ESPN. I mean, should be tell, let's be clear, they had plenty of reasons to get rid of him a long-ass time ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, like, definitely. plenty of reasons to get rid of him a long-ass time but ago. But now, nah, especially now you're competing with Fox Sports yeah, 1 and all yeah, that stuff. Right, right, because ain't nobody else competing with. You, you can't. It's, it's, it's first take versus skip show yeah exactly you're not gonna cut Stephen a on yeah, for that yeah. uh chief rocker says y'all better stop talking about espn you know gary will be in here coming after y'all well first of all he's not listening i could I promise you that number one and number two hey, if, God you, bless him. if you want to come in here he he know how to get ethered so god not see why you because you put me in that god bless him nah, nah, <laughs> hey don't worry don't about that no, i'll ether him for you man i don't you, want man. no smokes man. now i, I yeah, if he come in here in the chat no smokes, I, i'll ether him for you i don't you. want no smokes I, I i got you i got you um yeah but uh what, what uh espn has been trash for a while after first taking sc6 i switched channels yeah which kind of brings me to my point who's the face is of those two shows. But that's why I agree with Grego. Yeah. Ain't really no face. It's just ain't really no face. Yeah, we'll we'll see. It's gonna take time. Yeah. I think it takes time. Hey man, we, we gotta shout out the homie Juan Dixon, former Maryland Terp, former NBA player. Gosh, he did actually make it to the Wizards even though he was garbage. I was just about to ask there. you, he, he spent some time with the Wizards, right? Yeah, he made it there. Yeah, um, yeah. He so wasn't really good by the time he got there, but Yeah, but I'm I'm happy for this brother, man. He he got a coaching job at Coppin State University coaching the men's basketball team. And I really don't think that a lot's going to be taken out of this maestro because it's a small school. He got to start winning. He's got to start winning. Um, I don't even remember the last time Coppin State was in an NCAA tournament. Right. It might have been, you know, many, many years ago. But I think it's good for the city of Baltimore because, one, he grew up blocks away from Coppin State. Um, he's from the area obviously, and, you know, he does a lot of community work in the city, and so for him to get this job, you know, home away from home, yeah. you know what I mean, I think it's a good thing for him, man. Shout you know? out to him, man. Yeah. I would love to see him uh, actually, uh, you know, get some, get them in the tournament. Right, right. Yeah, here go Malcolm. Coppin's team is not tough. Yeah, okay. we, we, we already said that. I mean, you ain't got to take shots at Coppin <laughs> State, Malcolm, though. Well, when he switch him around. <laughs> yeah. When he, him around, when he become what? the next Shaka Smart. You know what I'm saying? Then what? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, shout, shout out to the homie <laughs> the on that front. The man says I used the bathroom at Coppin State once. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right, all right. So, um, Dixon was garbage. We in, in what in 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 the NBA in, the in M- college. I was gonna say he he was on that title team in O two. Don't yeah. don't don't forget about that Maryland team in O two, Chief. He was, yeah, him with Blake and Lonnie Baxter and Wilcox. Yeah, yeah. yeah they they was they had a squad. They had that squad, and Blake was on that team too, the, right? Yeah, Steve Blake. Steve Blake. Yeah, right, 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 right. And, and, and let's be clear. Um, it's not like Juan Dixon got 
you know, some major chops for him to even have a, a coaching job. Anyway. Right. So like this fact, is like this is nowhere, nowhere know, near yeah. Ewing getting the job at yeah, Georgetown. Yeah, yeah, nowhere near that. Him starting somewhere, like uh, Chucky said, got to start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Got to start somewhere. Yep, yep, no doubt. Uh, oh, uh, Shigo Sharif, the franchise, talking about uh, Stevie Francis. Yeah. Um, he Shout was. He was on that team too. Nah, that was years before. Oh, before. Okay. Before, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's that's what I thought, man. All right, uh, the Capitals, and I, I know you don't want to. I know you don't want to talk about the Capitals, but but <laughs> well, listen, well, you go ahead and you go ahead and pontificate about the Capitals because I don't want to say shit about the Capitals. If we make it past the Pittsburgh Penguins, and uh, your boy went down, Crosby went down. Yes, exactly. So, so, but I'm I'm not speaking about the Capitals, and he might not play in Game Four. He's not playing in Game Four, is what I read. Oh, okay, okay. Let's oh, see. There you go. Tie the series up. Get it back to D.C. for game five. And you, you got the home ice after that. Now, the first two games were, were pretty rough, though. Uh, and Look, you, you see how you're trying to pull me into this conversation about the Capitals? You go ahead and pontificate. I'm not saying shit about the Capitals until we're in the conference championship. But they, but they got to lose both at home, though. Oh, you're just going to stay face. quiet, though? Look at my face. You're just going to stay quiet, though? I don't want to say. I'm not. Hey, look, man. Maybe. saying nothing about the Capitals until we beat the Penguins. Well, look. Maybe. Maybe. Just maybe. The Crosby injury gives the Caps an edge. Because game three, it was clear that they missed him in the game. And even though it went to overtime, you know, they still pulled it out. But it would be like the Capitals to even still lose the series if Crosby doesn't even show up for the rest of the series. It, it, it would be just like them to just, you know, pull a choke. Hey, and, that, and that goalie, man, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but that goalie, Hopey, doesn't show up in the big moments, man. I, I, I hate to say it. I've been saying that for years and years. Even when, and, and Chief can kind of co-sign on this, when they were going up against the Rangers in the playoffs, you know, years ago. That guy sometimes under pressure just you know can't take it, man. But look, I'm still I'm still pulling for him, man. I'm I'm still pulling for him. I think they got a chance look, with the, with the Crosby I'm not injury. Saying they do. I'm not saying they don't. I'm not speaking on them until they make me feel like they got a legitimate shot. They're not about to keep playing with my heart like this. Yeah, they playing with everybody's heart. Like I, that. I don't care about that. <laughs> when y'all get to the conference championship, then I will speak. I will. I will speak. Uh, that's what I'll do. You okay? Just like that, huh? Just like that. All right. Well, uh, Chief Rocker said Capitals a choke team. Uh, the mayor says it's over for Pittsburgh. Malcolm says you must not hate to say it if you've been saying it for years. <laughs> Here you go, Malcolm, trying to be the scholar. Shout out to Frostburg State University. Shout out to you, Malcolm. Uh, congrats on uh, getting that diploma this later this month, man. We're gonna party it up, man. You know, um, what else we got here? Uh, oh, yo, I got shout out Derek Jeter, man. That man getting his money, man. Making big moves. Um, so he and Jeb Bush formed this management group. Mm-hmm. And they bid $1.3 billion to purchase the Miami Marlins from Jeffrey Luria, which I think is a great move because that management team currently isn't the greatest. Mm-hmm. So I personally think, you know, me being a Yankee fan, that anything that Derek Cheater gets his hands on, it's going to work 
you know, to its full, full potential. So I also read some place where they actually didn't win it yet, but they're close in line to, you know, getting the bid and getting it awarded and all that stuff. So if they do win and they become full owners of the Marlins, I think that's great for the city of Miami. You know what I mean? You know, shout out to the city of Miami. Shout out to you, Mocha. Shout out to the Heat. <laughs> Psych. 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 Shout out to the Dolphins. Psych. <laughs> uh, uh, fuck the Dolphins. Got to Got to get her. You, you know you got to. You know you got to get her. Yeah, niggas suck. <laughs> you got to get her. All hey. that. Oh, hold on, hold on. All that almost, almost playoff shit that he did. Right. All that. Oh, Jay, what, what was the running, what's the running back name again? Uh, they oh, Jay Ajayi. Ajayi, whatever, all that. Smash, nigga. Yeah, yeah. They they had no shot in Get that game. Get him out of here. They had no shot. Uh, I see Morrow World Radio repping the X Squad up, up in the chat room. Was good, was good. Uh, I think he reps the D.C. area also, so, uh, okay. you know, okay. m- much love to uh, Mr. Yeah, Morrow. Yeah, we need to link up. I didn't know, I didn't know if that's a fact. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I think yeah, that I mean, is. Hey, Morrow, ver- verify that for me, man, that you in the area here in the DMV, man. Um, hey, so a uh, couple of NFL news, uh, even before we talk about the draft. Uh, Marshawn Lynch yeah. gets that trade approved to go to Oakland, and Jamal Charles signs a one-year deal with the Denver Broncos. <sighs> Now, this is the thing, right, with okay. the Jamal Charles signing. Oh, but let's, 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 because we know this is going to be a quick one. Uh-huh. Marshawn Lynch, ASAP. That's a good pickup. Nothing, there, there is no real analysis to that. Yep. Um, Super Bowl contenders, I believe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess you got to put them in there. They've put yeah. themselves with New England, Pittsburgh, Oakland. I think they've put themselves that, right okay. there yeah. with yeah. Marshawn Lynch. That's a fact. But that's all that needs to be said about that. Right, right. Um, Jamal Charles, though. Uh, and I'll let you because I cut you off. So you, you go ahead. Well, there's always this nostalgia about teams picking up players that played for their rival team. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? There's, right. there's always that nostalgia. So right. I kind of feel like that's the reason the Broncos picked them up is like because of that. Reason. Yeah. I feel like that's the only reason. Yeah, just so they could stick it to Kansas City. That That's really why I really think that really happened because – do they really have a need for Jamal Charles? I mean, yeah. Well, no, but the position of running back, do they need help? Yes. Was uh, was Jamal Charles the answer? No. I don't think he was the answer. No. Um, and it's I, not that Jamal Charles wasn't a great running back. It's just that the injuries. He's, we don't believe he's going to stay healthy. Yeah. That too, and he's not going to be the guy he once was. Well, well, obviously, um, CJ Anderson is going to he's going to split with him and CJ Anderson, and I would hope because the thing is, is that when he played in Kansas City, right, they worked him. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, maybe maybe they're thinking that if we give him, if we split this up, right, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it won't be so tough on him. Maybe he won't get uh, injured. As fast, maybe maybe we can preserve him because we yep. got him running back. Yep. Um, but let's be clear: CJ Anderson just came off an injury. Mm-hmm. So if one of them get injured, then they right back in the same boat. Um, so it's like, wow, uh, Malcolm, do y'all really watch hockey? Or just the highlights, just the highlights. Well, for me, me, just if the it's highlights. if it's play if it's playoff hockey, I'll watch. Yeah, maybe. If it's playoff hockey, regular season, no way. 
Maybe. It's, it's not exciting. Maybe. It's not exciting. Playoff hockey, especially in overtime periods, are exciting. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not going to lie to you as if I'm like a, a, um, a Capitals expert um no, right I'm right not, but it's just because we in dc and I, yeah i'm just capital and it's capital yeah DC. yeah that, that's really all that's it, it. Is. i root for the dc soccer team for no reason uh moral oh. world said uh chief the capitals choke every damn year yeah, we here in dc of, are tired of it speaking on them. yep yep and uh um, moral says malcolm i'm in maryland it's capitals all the time okay okay, okay. yep 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 uh chief rocker says malcolm i was watching hockey since I was nine, and now I'm 56. I watched the whole game. Yeah, Chief, I, I think you being a New Yorker and watching Rangers hockey is totally different from being a D.C. native and watching Capitals hockey. I think, I, I think it's two different That's worlds. You know, especially with the cups that the Rangers have. I know the last one was in 94, but, you know, you, you get my point. But that was in his... That was in his heyday. Yeah. That was definitely right. his heyday, right. so... Um, and the other news in the NFL was the Bills general manager, Doug Whaley, was let go after the draft. Anything uh, you make of that? Um, I don't know why they kept him before the draft. <laughs> I mean, you know. Um, but it, I mean, it, it was like, look, uh, I, look, I need you to draft this guy right, and then we will like, get you out. Was, and then, um, and then uh, to add uh, injury to insult with the Bills, they're yep. not, they're not uh, picking up Sammy Watkins' option. Really? Yeah, I just read that earlier today. They're not picking up wow. his option. So, wow. um, I mean, I get he has some injury issues. Why in the hell would you not pick up Sammy Watkins' option? I, I man, don't understand that. Man, I don't know what this ownership group for the Bills is doing, but yeah. they're just making some I hope, I hope ill-advised that, yeah, decisions, I, I, man. I, I hope that I read that wrong. I don't think I did, but I hope I read that wrong. I, I hope, hope you read that wrong, too. I hope that um, that was a Doug Willie thing, and then maybe whoever comes in realizes the error of Doug Willie's ways and come back and be like, hey, look, man, I don't know what the fuck he was talking about, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, come on, come on back. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> come on back, because right. uh, Sammy Watkins... Uh, That's said, unusual. Did... That's unusual to fire a GM after the draft. So I'm wondering, did he like disobey his ownership and was like, "Nah, I'm gonna go this direction" or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, I I I just don't get that. Like, fire him during the off season, like once the season's over. I would I would have fired him before the draft. That's what I guess somebody had to do it. Somebody had to you know actually draft, but it don't make sense to me. to do it like that, right? Yeah, it doesn't. Because that's because if he drafted, mm-hmm. that was his people. Yeah, exactly. And then you stuck with all these new people. Whoever the GM is, you stuck with all these new people that you didn't draft. Exactly. Now you're asking for the team to be good or, or to start a new a nucleus of these young people. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know who these niggas are. I didn't pick these people. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. Uh, Malcolm, it's a fun sport to watch, but I'm just not invested enough. Right, exactly. Yep. And ain't enough brothers for me. And I don't like ice skating. Right. There's not enough brothers. There's, I think there's like three black hockey players Man. in the league. One used to play for the Capitals, I didn't Joe know, Ward. Yeah, it's funny. I didn't know that um, there was only 62 black people in baseball either. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. it's. But it's at the same time, though, it's still sort of a minority sport because you got the Dominicans yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of dominating yeah, also. Other news, Chief Rocker says, other news in the NFL, Giants is going to the Super Bowl. Y'all got some hurdles, man. Uh, y'all, right. y'all got a lot of hurdles right. to overcome. Good luck with that, man. <laughs> Good luck with that. 
but but keep in mind though, I'm getting back to the Bills for a second. Uh-huh. We'll go to break. The Bills ownership group is the same ownership group that owns the Sabers in hockey. So there, and the Sabers have not been great. Yeah, that's of bad. a franchise He's either. Terrible. So there's going to be some things that. Buffalonians are not going to like in the next few years if they don't get their act together, man. Yeah, well, they, I mean, the first step is to get rid of the people who are terrible, and Doug Whaley was terrible. Man. So, that's a step. Yeah, well, I, I want to see that defense get healthy, though, because they did suffer some a bunch of injuries last man, year. but, I mean, E.J. Manuel blew up in their face. Tyrod Taylor is blowing up in their face. It, it, wait, Tyrod Taylor's blowing up? I, I don't think, think he's, he's blowing up in their I mean, face. I think they expected more than what they got from him. And he's what two years? In these two years he's been there. Uh, two years, but you can't you can't pull the plug on him that quickly. I'm not saying pull the plug on him. I'm saying that is they not they wasn't they not getting what they thought he they was gonna get. Here you go, Chief. Uh, Trade less hurdles than your bum. Uh, uh, Chief. There's there's two hurdles. There's only two hurdles in the AFC. In the NFC, there's like. Eight hurdles. I definitely say on paper the Giants look like they got a better chance of going than the Ravens. On paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No right. question about right. that. But I'm just saying in the NFC, you yeah. got yeah. six or seven teams that could go. To the that could go. Yeah. In the AFC right now, it's three. like three. Yeah. So, right. you know, for my team, I you, would have to have shot three people. At I, have to leap, I have to leap over three teams to get there. Yeah. You would have to leap over six. Right. That, that, that was my That's point. Two four zero five three two two seven one eight is the number to dial the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, when we get back, uh, we're going to have my man, the mayor of Billionsburg, on to talk about his new podcast, y'all. You're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We'll be right back. It's mine a long time in your line up I'm a wire for shit that thing Y'all let my brown I try take your crown and up for them just eat that thing Sing away where you got it Where you get it from my mother mama give you party Coming like a champion of a rip on the chart Y'all look how you hot Well what and slap that from the front hand to the back deck from the bed on to the back You have to blow up pull out the pants and pop off the panty And it's dead enough so give me the buff and dog on me Baby put it on me Right, I know you make the dirty dap, I feel on it. Girl, it is a honor for a clock in the morning. I've been watching you shake that thing. But them a try, them a get denied, cause I'm gonna see that thing. Girl, it is mine, a long time in your line. I found my wire for shake that thing. Y'all live around, I try to take your crown, and up for them just eat that thing. Come here, step in at the place, dance just light up. Man, them all around them chase, and them a hype up. Which one and which one of them I get it first? Right up. Look like them on your girl run up in the fight club. I can hear them say, yeah, their body look ripe up. And them all they play, all them number them a type up. What take you away, but I'm me where she sight up. Stand up all with day, you get the loving well ice up. Girl, it is on a four o'clock in the morning. I've been watching you shake that thing. Man, them a try, them a get denied, cause I'm gonna see that thing. 
mine a long time in your line up on my wire you shake that thing Yeah, them around them want take your crown and up for them just eat that thing Sing away you got there Where you get it from my mouth your mama give you party Come in like a champion a bubble from the chart Yeah look how you are Well wife well, slap there from the front and to the back there from the bed and to the mat there You have to blow and pull out the pants and pop off the panty And it's there they know so give me the buff and don't cut me Baby, put it on me. But I know you make the dirty that I feel on it. Girl, it is a honor for a cock in the morning. I've been watching you shake that thing. My day, my child, they might get denied. Cause I'm gonna see that thing. Girl, it is mine. A long time in your line. I'm from a wire for shake that thing. Y'all them around. I try to take your crown. Enough for them just eat that thing. Girl, it is a honor for a cock in the morning. I've been watching you shake that Alright y'all, we back in the house y'all, the Trey Frazier Maestro Styles. Yeah. Here in the house, the number to dial the show is 240-532-2718, uh, whatever you want to talk about. But right now, I got a special guest on the line here, and uh, me and his brother go way back to our high school days. Uh, he goes by the name of the mayor of Billionsburg, a.k.a. Williamsburg, Brooklyn. He's got a new podcast out right now called Politics and Bird Shit, and he just released the second episode of the podcast earlier today. On so, SoundCloud. Yep, on SoundCloud.com. Uh, so, my brother, the mayor, how you doing, man? What's good? Oh. Yeah, hello, hello? Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. All right, so what's what's good, man? We, we got you hey, on what's here. what's going on, gentlemen? Train, my show, what's going on, gentlemen? What it do, man? Hey, man, so I was just telling the folks uh, in the chat room and the folks out there listening that uh, you got this new podcast uh, called Politics and Bird Shit. You got two episodes right now. Tell us about it. Yeah, definitely. The Politics and Bird Shit podcast is pretty much uh, the O'Reilly factor, but the hood version, uh-huh. minus the, uh, all, that, all that liberal hate. I just pretty much speak my mind and pretty much speak what, what us regular people Really want to be? I'm saying, what really want to talk about? Uh, there's no subject we don't touch. Uh, there's no question we don't leave unanswered. It's pretty much balls to the wall from the moment we press play until the end of it. Yes, sir. No doubt, no doubt. So let me get into like the sports part of this because I listened to your first episode and I heard you talk about the Yankees and the Mets, and not so much of a conversation, but the fact that you said that they suck right now, and you know you're not really interested in talking about them. I got to disagree with you, Mayor. Uh, the Mets do suck, but the Yankees are off to a pretty good start. I know they just, you know, lost the last couple of games, but with the young group of guys that they got in the lineup and even with some questionable pitching, 
I think the Yankees are in a good spot right now. We're only a game out of the division lead. Um, I think we can compete all the way through September. What you think about that? No, the Yankees, the young Yankees are looking good right now. I'm not even gonna lie. You know, the pitching on the other hand is it's, it's almost like like watching a slow death because oh, CC sucks. <laughs> uh, you don't, when Pineda gets on the mound, you don't know who you're gonna get. True, but that. he's bipolar. True that. Let's say Tanaka. Tanaka's coming back to form. Uh, I'm saying I'm, I'm glad about that. But as far as after them three, it's more like you're just sitting there hoping and praying somebody can go seven innings. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Going into the season, I had questions about the pitching. And, you know, I mean, their run differential is pretty good. I mean, you have to admit that. But you're right. The the pitching, night to night, you, you never know what you're going to get, man. But you have to remember, we come from the era where, you know, you had the Joe Torre Yankees where it was locked down pitching-wise. Like, sometimes hitting, you weren't too worried about because, you know, once, they, once that started went six, seven innings and the bullpen stepped in, the game was over. Oh, definitely. Anytime, had, anytime you gave the ball to Mariano, it was a wrap. Yeah, you could pretty much pack it up and go home. You didn't have to stay around for the ninth. Mm-hmm. You know the shit was over. Yeah. But yeah. Now, nowadays, you know what I'm saying, you step into the ninth inning with a lead, you're glued to the chair because it's like, what is going to happen next? Like, who's going to blow this lead? Who's going who's gonna to blow the save? Who's going to do what? So being a Yankee fan nowadays is, is pretty much a uh, – it's like being a Knicks fan. But not for that capacity, because being a Knicks fan is like yep. being a Knicks fan is like an abusive relationship. Yes, it is. Like, like you know, the nigga ain't shit, but you love him anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like you go to the games, you, you you cheer the team, even though you know they're gonna blow a game late in the fourth quarter, or they're just gonna lose by like fifty points. You still love them. Exactly. You know that's that's how that's how I'm. I turn on MSG and I start watching the Knicks play. I don't know what Knicks team I'm going to get. Am I going to get the 94 Knicks with, like, Patrick Ewing, or am I going to get the 2009 Knicks with, like, Stephon Marbury and shit? Right, Eddie Curry. I don't know. <laughs> exactly, Eddie Curry and Michael Sweetney, and Ugh. and you don't know who you're going to get. So it's, it's, that's the same feeling I get with the Yankees now because the past couple of years, the Yankees haven't been seeing Yankees like they used to be, like we like I'm accustomed to, where, you know, it's guaranteed playoff spots all the time. Now it's like if they make the playoffs, it's a miracle. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, don't hey, man, even so uh, I, ch- I listened to your first podcast, man, the first show, man, dope show, man. And I want to uh, thank you. Thank I, you. I want to get into everybody. I want you to let everybody know your opinion on this, man, because I just I just I just seen Shawty at the gala affair the other day. Uh, Lala at the gala affair the other day. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, man, this, this, this boy, this boy done messed up bad, man. He done messed up. This boy Carmelo done messed up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Melo's a jackass. I'm saying he's a straight-up jackass. Like, but you have to understand one thing. Lala wasn't shit before she married Melo. Mm-hmm. Like, she was doing her little MTV gig, yep. hosting little VH1 reunion shows. TRL. Who gives a shit? No, nobody cares. And TRL. And when TRL was already on the downside, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. The moment she, she married to him, her whole world opened up, and she was doing big things. And he became, like, you know, second fiddle. He became the wife. He was, she was no, he was no longer the husband. He became the wife. But you could understand. So he had to play... Yeah. No, no, no. So, I mean, and, and, I, and I'm with you. I mean, the, uh, like I said, the band had fucked up. But, I mean, I, and I don't know, I don't know your history. You know, obviously, we just meeting today. But, like, you, you, you done been, you, you done been in a relationship, not necessarily married or whatever, whatever, but you done been with a chick. You know, you been in a relationship with a chick, and then you see another chick, like, for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? Not saying it's acceptable or whatever. I don't, you know, but 
you done seen it, another chick that didn't want to slide, right? Like, I mean, he he an asshole because I'm, I'm, I don't know what the stripper chick looked like, but I know she, she couldn't have been no slouch for this nigga to risk his marriage, right? Like, he ain't, like, everybody trying to throw this man in the water and drown him, but he, like, how many niggas in that same situation would have did the same damn thing knowing they got a bitch even better at home? Nah, they showed the short, I'm say a picture of Shorty. Shorty's bad. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Shorty was bad, but she's not on the same level as his wife. Like, I don't condone cheating. Like, if you're going to you're gonna cheat, just don't be with the person. Right. My thing is, if you're going to cheat, at least if you're going to cheat on your wife, let Shorty match your wife in every way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Just because she's fly- she pretty, that don't mean shit. I'm saying, there's a bunch of power girls that's pretty. Yeah. Doesn't mean I'm going to cheat on my girl with the Bible girls. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, what she, she has to offer now? Now I have to cut off, cut a check every month or so for a baby that could have all been avoided. Yeah. If I just ain't fuck with her to begin with. Yeah, I mean, you ain't. Well, I mean, I'm, for one, I'm gonna say allegedly because that that bitch could be lying. The, the stripper Joan, she could be lying. That might not be his. You know what I'm saying? She might know that's not his his Joan and whatever, whatever. But like, so Slim is out. You know, out L.A. and doing whatever because she, you know, she doing her acting thing and he. Out wherever, cause he playing eighty two games. You know, let's say three, at least three quarters of the year he out. You know, doing you know playing ball or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And Shawty right here looking good. If you think for what I, I would say, Carmelo's Anthony, Carmelo's Anthony's flow. I mean, if if you're going to cheat, don't fuck no random bitch that that don't know her role. Why would you come out? Why would you smash a chick that would that? Would come out and say some say such egregious shit, but that's a, that's the problem with the athlete of today. The athlete of today don't think. Mm. I'm saying they don't they don't understand that we don't live, we live in a social media era. Everything is being documented. I'm what? saying they'll take a picture of the, of the back of your head and tag you to it. So you can't do certain shit and not expect for it to come out. Like especially something of that magnitude. Like come on, bro. But mayor, you have to be smarter than that. But mayor, here's the thing though, because I, and I, I said this a couple weeks ago about Mello. You're 31, 32 years old right now, and you've been in the game for as long as you've been. You should know the rules and all the other attributes that come with, you know, messing around with females. Like if he was 20, like if he was 20, 21 years old and, and somehow got a stripper knocked up, okay, I can understand that. But if it's true that a stripper did get pregnant, bruh, how long you been in the game? To, to have some kind of common sense that you don't knock up a shorty at the strip club? You get what I'm saying? Look. That's it. People don't understand. Look, I'm not going to completely throw Melo under the bus. Right. You have to understand as well. Melo came fresh out of college like after he won a national title. Freshman year. So he wasn't yep. even 21 yet. Yeah. He came into the league. So yep. he came into the league as a baby. Yep. So when you're exposed to everything so quick and you're a high draft pick, you know everything's being thrown at you. So yeah. you're, you're saying yes to every temptation being thrown your way. I'm pretty right. sure he done mowed down chicks from here to motherfucking San Diego. Yeah, that's, but, that's you know what? My fault. In the chat room, Chief Rocker says, y'all act like that Meadow first, this Meadow's first rodeo, he's been doing this shit for years now. Yeah, I, I, yeah that's the thing. Yeah. That, that I, I agree totally. He's been doing it for years. But he needs to understand as well, once you reach a certain pinnacle in your life, you need to be careful what you do. If you want to continue doing what you're doing, that's all well and good. But you know, you got a, you got a bad shorty next to you who has your kid who is matching you dollar for dollar. Yo, maintain that empire. Dollar don't don't dollar? bury the empire. Dollar for dollar, though. 
Because she's doing a lot. Look, he got his big contract, and she's doing a lot. So she matches him dollar for dollar. I don't know if she it's not like, dollar it's not like she's hosting. Not say, if she was hosting VH1 shows still, then I can't say that comment. But not to say she's doing movies, she's doing shows, she's doing books. So she's she hanging right there with him. Yeah, I don't know if she's matching them dollar for dollar. I mean, we're talking about I mean, $120 million dollar yeah, contract versus what she's doing as far as acting, the book, and all that stuff. I don't think all that equates to $120 million. Nobody knows what she's getting paid, so you can't... Yeah, but I mean, it, she ain't no bum bitch, she ain't broke. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, not broke. Yeah. She ain't no bottle girl, you know what I'm saying? She ain't no stripper. She ain't no random chick that, that worked the cashier at Walmart. You know, she's actually a, a, a celebrity, so... You know, but again, at the end of the day, celebrities cheat on other celebrities, so it's like, it's whatever. He's still yeah. a dumbass for it. Yeah, yeah. But after, after thinking about it, it's just whatever at this point. Yeah, because yeah. I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure during little breakups or whatever somebody fucked up. Word up. Word I'm pretty up. sure. Cause hey. that shit, that Mano, that Mano shit dropped. I'm pretty sure Mano took it down. He probably got a video on his crib. He probably watched it during this whole thing. Shout out to Mano. <laughs> Is that that's that Brooklyn shit? That's that genuine Brooklyn shit. I'm pretty sure Mano took it down. Yeah, yeah. So no, no doubt, no doubt. Hey, hey, Mayor. Uh, one last question for you. Um, yeah, go ahead. So you know, we 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 have a chat room full of listeners and. Um, I got the homie Chief Rock of Jersey Vernon here who represents New Jersey, of course. And he says, in response to your Yankee comment, he says, that's bullshit what he said about the Yankees. I've been a fan for 49 years, and he sounds like the Derek Jeter era fan. I can't believe shit he said you can't tell an old head about his team. So you can tell that Chief Rock is like 56, 57 years old. So what, yeah, what, yeah. what, what response do you have for him on that? Look, I'm look. I'm 33 years old. I lived through the era of you know saying the uh, the Don Mattingly, Danny Tartabull, Dave Winfield era. Of course, the Derek Jeter era, and now the Baby Bombers era. When you're used to winning championships, you that's that's what you're accustomed to. That's what you expect every year, especially a city that's that's the owner of 20, 28 World Series titles. Like you expect to go to the World Series. 27. You expect to go to the World Series every year. Absolutely. Now, now that you can't sift the playoffs. It's a disappointment. Now, if the now if the Yankees suck for a long stretch of time, then it at this point is whatever. I give them the same treatment as the Knicks. But the fact that that they dominated the late '90s, the early 2000s, mid 2000s, and now you they reach a certain point where they're on the decline. Like after Steinbrenner died, the team went on a decline. Mm, not yeah. not because they don't not because they don't have the money. It just went on a decline. Like that's a high price free agents don't even want to come here no more. For some strange reason, before they used to beg to come to New York. Now they don't want to come here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true that. Because other teams say, the are house, the, Yeah, exactly. The house, the house Steinbrenner stink is on the team. If you go look, if you go back to the early '90s with with Don Haley, the team, them teams wasn't winning. Them teams wasn't even stiff in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. True that. True that. No question. They ate. They ate the same shit. They, they, them Yankee teams weren't even coming close to the playoffs. They were their the version of the Knicks. In those times. So, um, so Mayor, you're, you're listening to the Mayor right here, um, host of the podcast, uh, host of the Politics and Birdship podcast. Um, yes, tell sir. everybody, tell everybody in the chat room and out there listening where they can find you on social media. You can find your boy the Mayor on Instagram at the underscore good underscore rev seventeen. You can also find me on Twitter as Maserati Mayor. You can find you want to hit me up on Snapchat. You can do that too. And the May eleven seventeen, my show comes on every Monday night 
on soundcloud.com slash politics and bird shit. You can find me there. You can also find me on podbean.com forward slash Billingsburg Radio. That's a fact. Hey, man, we appreciate you coming through, man, rapping with us. You know we the main Gentlemen. And we got Chief Gentlemen. Rocker. We got Chief Rocker in here. And he's saying he ready to do a show with you already to talk that New York baseball shit. So, hey, Chief Rocker, you can find it. Hey, you can hit me up anytime. I'll definitely have no problem having them on. We could debate it all day, all night. It don't matter to me. Yeah, definitely. And ne- hey, next time I'm up in New York, man, we, we got to link up at some point. Oh, that's a fact, bro. You can hit up Whiskey Brooklyn. Look, for those who come to New York, please hit up Whiskey Brooklyn. It's definitely the dopest bar in Brooklyn. Hit that up. Come to Mid Century. All day. No doubt. Hey, appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot, man. All right, thank you, gentlemen. I wish you great success on your show. Have a good night, guys. All right, same to you, man. All right, y'all, that was the mayor of Billionsburg, a.k.a. Williamsburg, Brooklyn, host of the Politics and Bird Shit podcast. Make sure y'all check that out on SoundCloud.com. Hey, so I guess switching gears, Maestro, over to the NFL draft. And um, some crazy things happened, man. Uh, wait, where you want to start? You, you want to start with what the Bears did? <laughs> hey, shout out to Big, shout out to Big L, the homie hey, Big man. L, the Chicago hey. sports fan. <laughs> ah, the Bears, man. Hey, man. Look, the Bears is in for the Bears is in for a long. If 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 any Bears fan can can make sense of what the hell they just did, um, I would love to hear it. Um. If it's anything that's positive about the Bears are going to do. I mean, <laughs> so many things, man. Um, the Bears don't have a number one receiver. Um, we don't know who the, we don't know what Jeremy Howard's going to be next year. The de- the defense is Langford. terrible. Langford, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. We, uh, the defense is terrible. Uh, you had already paid $15 million to uh, Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon. The great Mike Glennon. So you're basically telling me. That either you're going to start Mike Glenn or you're going to pay him $15 million to sit on the bench for Mitch Trubisky. That rem- you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of what the Seahawks did a few years ago when they paid all that money to so Mike Flynn. Flynn. Matt yeah. Flynn. Matt Flynn. Yeah. Matt Flynn. And they draft Russell Wilson and they basically duke it out in training camp but that's and Russell fine Wilson wins Russell the job. Russell Wilson actually pans out. If, if Trubisky play, uh, pans out, then. Church. Then, yeah. But I don't. <laughs> Come on. And let's be clear. I don't think San Fran was going to pick up Mitch Trubisky. No. They picked. They just picked up two quarterbacks. Right. No, I, I don't believe so either. Um, what? Because they jumped from three to one, the three to two. two. So that's not a big jump. They literally, and they gave up like two or three draft picks to move up one slot to get a quarterback that probably the 49ers weren't going to pick up. I yeah. think the 49ers knew who they were right. going to get uh, Silas. Solomon, uh, Solomon Thomas. Yeah, they got Solomon Thomas, which yeah. I thought was a great pick. And which I, and they were going to get him regardless. They knew who they were going to get. Right. You just gave them draft picks for nothing. And and let's face it, the media talked so much hype into Mitch Trubisky. I didn't even know who the dude was. Right. You know, because look, it was all about Deshaun Watson for me. You know, yeah, national championship games, back to back years, lost the first one, so got right. the second one. And, and, and really balled in both games. But not only won the second one, but is the sole, I don't want to say sole reason, but the sole reason why they won the one. Yes. It. Like, it was him. Right. It wasn't nothing else because Alabama was getting in the defense. Yep. 
It was And well, he scorched them. He yeah. scorched that defense. Yeah. Ripped them to shreds. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we're hearing about Mitch Trubisky yeah. out of North Carolina, a, a basketball school. Right. Like, really? Really, y'all? Right. y'all? Y'all really talked all that much just to fool somebody. And hey, granted, you got a fool. Somebody got fooled. Yep. Exactly. You, you got a fool well, up in there. Shout out to the Texans. Yes. That is a good. Yes. That's good for them. Yes. That is good for them. I have been. Is burning the Texans for years talking about they're so scared to draft a quarterback because of what happened to David Carr. But they didn't even give Tom Savage a chance. Let's be clear. They drafted Tom Savage in like the third round mm-hmm. uh, maybe three or four years ago and he's just now getting starts right. in regular season play. And I'm not. And again, he's not going to get starts now. He's going to be their number two. I was so, going to say, yeah, yeah, Deshaun Watson for my Eyes is gonna start week one. Yeah, it's, it's no. Ain't no. I don't care what they say about. No, oh, yeah. he's got questions about this. Yeah, his accuracy. No, yeah, I don't Because at bare minimum, he's gonna run all over until he gets hurt. He's gonna beat him in training camp. Yeah. He's gonna beat Tom Savage. Yeah, but yeah, by far. By yeah. Far. I mean, you're talking about a four-year third round to a first rounder who just won the national championship. Right, right. Yeah, they, look, the Texans now, and I don't want to prematurely, you know, put this out there, but I'm going to put it out there anyway. They might be the number four team in the AFC. Just off of that draft pick, because I think with that that defense, with that defense, defense, J.J. Watt coming back, Lamar Miller's a pretty good running back. DeAndre Hopkins should have a... a They got to win more than nine games. They don't have to. They got to – because, look, they're going to get some better – think about who was quarterbacking last year, Brock Osweiler. You're going to get some better quarterback play from Deshaun Watson. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not disagreeing with that. I just don't know that they're going to be a much better team. I mean, the defense – like you said, defense is good. They got pieces in the offense. Right. I mean, mean, if we're talking about a 10-16, all right, maybe. But I don't think they're going to be much better than what they were last year, not this year. Yeah, this year. I, I think they could. I think they got the ability. Well, I don't want to say they got the ability. I think they're going to win over nine games. I think. Well, no, I agree with you. I think they'll win ten. Yep, I think they get to ten. Yeah. possibly eleven. I don't, I don't see them get to eleven. Po- I, I po- see 10. Possibly I see eleven. So, I don't think Deshaun Watson makes them that much better this year. Not this year, but future wise, yeah, right. they're set. Right. They're, they're really set. Um, great, great job by them. I mean, really great job by them throughout the entire offseason thus far. Mm-hmm. Um, so, with both our teams making the first-round picks, how, how do you feel about... Well, i let you... Because I, I, You go ahead. You, you tell me how you feel about your first-rounder. Um, I don't like it. Okay. Well, I don't... It's not that I don't like him, Marlon Humphrey. It's not that I don't like him. Marlon Humphrey. Out of Alabama, okay. cornerback. Right. It's not that. It's just that. See, Ozzy always had this philosophy that you pick the best player on the board. Okay. And I don't believe that at pick number sixteen in this draft that mm-hmm. Marlon Humphrey was the best player on the I board. You had the running back that went to Cincinnati, mm-hmm. um, Mixon, yeah. Joe Mixon. The guy that went to Cincinnati. I mean, um, Minnesota. I mean, uh, Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Dalvin Cook. You had a couple uh-huh. of running backs, yeah. which John Harbaugh kept saying in the offseason, we need a home run hitter yeah. at running back. Right. And you've got those two sitting right there. Mm-hmm. Then you've got 
not just this guy from Alabama, but you had three other uh, Alabama Ruben talents. Reuben Foster, Jonathan Allen, yep. and O.J. Howard. Mm-hmm. O.J., I, I would have been, yeah. been yeah. okay if they drafted O.J. Howard. Yeah. Even with the even questions if, about Reuben Foster. Even would have got uh, the other kid from Miami, um, uh, the tight end, uh, that the Browns picked up. Uh, I don't want to say his name. It, it started with an N, Njuke, whatever. I think I'm saying Njuke. Yeah, um, David and Chuke. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, even yep. if y'all have got him, right. it's like, all right. I'm not, really I'm not convinced. I'm not, I'm not convinced right now. Like, I, like, I want to see them make a move that's going to make me say, okay, now we're get to what we were. Right, right now, they, they haven't done that yet. Well, um, I am, um, I'm, 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 I don't want to say I'm super excited, but I'm, I'm cool with TJ Watt. Um, being our first pick, um, we needed a pass rush. If he, um, JJ Watt's brother, by the way, right, right. If he is any semblance, if he is half of what TJ, of what JJ Watt is, um, I'm cool. Um, he's obviously going to go by, come behind, uh, James Harrison. Um, man, that's, that's saying a lot. <laughs> well, but it's just because he's real. I mean, I don't think he's gonna in his come into the training camp and outplay James Hurst. For, I just don't think it's gonna happen. Before before first round they pick, might, they might let. Uh, I was just gonna say that they might give him the start because he's a first round pick. Mm-hmm. Those types of things, and because they don't want James Harrison, um, they want to try to keep James Harrison as long as they can keep yep. him and things of that nature. Yep. But um, I don't. Uh, if here's the thing, Bud Dupree is our best pass rusher right now. Right. Well, I. The most upside, because it's still James Harrison, but the most upside is Bud Dupree. And um, if T, it, let's say if 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 TJ Watt can get eight sacks and Bud Dupree can get ten sacks, we're in pretty good shape. With Cameron Hayward coming back, with um, uh, Stephon Tuitt another year, Shazier, um, Vince Williams is probably going to start beside uh, Shazier with Timmons gone. That's not too much of a drop off, right? So we'll still have the same issues as far as that. Um, you know, both of them can't cover a tight end or a slot receiver. That's just yeah, it, right. like and they just run right past them. That's that's not going to change, right? Um, so I, I'm I'm cool with it. He has to get pressure on the quarterback. If he doesn't get pressure, um, we looking at Kind of, we're looking at the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm cool with it. We had to make that uh, BS three. What up? We had to make, we had to make a splash. We had to get a pass rusher. That's what we did. Cool. Right, right. Two four zero five three two two seven one eight is the number to dial the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast. Uh, we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit of NBA playoffs. Uh, matter of fact. Uh, there's a game on right now. It's Wizards versus Celtics. Uh, end of the first quarter, the Wizards are up 38 to 27. Um, so you know we'll see what happens later on in the game. Uh, we get back. We'll talk NBA. Listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast. Um, Forty. Suddenly you man. I'm the nicest nigga. I'm tired of proving this shit. G. Uh, dip set. Back. Uh, yo, look. 
y'all niggas down on your hard luck. You must be taking bird baths, we can all see you washed up. See we the shower posse, throw you in the dodge trunk. Shoot you like a large blunt and smoke you in your fawn dutch. You think you live real, it's real or here. Niggas will cut your arm, mail it to your mom as a silver near. Smack niggas like the DVD. This ain't 40, ain't the sickest nigga rapping since Easy e I'm too strong for you, need to go to Genius C. You're like 14 days, too weak for me. Look, I flow easily, beat them C's repeatedly. Your mouth is with his eager be. just did it recently. I'm the best, ain't no bargaining B. The way I sun rappers should be the new father MC. But my truck is why the haters hate. They think I'm driving the kitchen, cause it come with deep dishes and paper plates. I'm in your hood, sparking at your peephole. You can ask Shug, all the hardest rappers he know. Started at a C-No, bargain at the kilos. Now my pocket's like I took the car to after Nino. Carjack the Stilo, pull up next to your whip. Whoever snub for the club is consecutive hits. This is niggas in the yard doing 11 a clip. At wreck rocking dip sets, doing sets to the dips. Holla. From the back of the cop ride, the black on black, black when we cop rides. I will not hide, hide my hot thighs. Dick on her nose, now she's cockeyed. From whipping the bacon rolls to outside, whipping the bacon rolls. Annihilating those, I'm raking but making dough. 80 holes in your shirt, there your own Jamaican clothes. I ain't talking to Poconos, I'm talking to Aspens, the slopes we go. You get the okie do play me baby, I hope you know. We break noses, call them baby Pinocchio. I hold it with blue mittens, two pigeons, what the fuck are you pitching? One house, two kitchens, who's pitching? I bring the diesel, won't see the foo snickers. And I don't trust a hoe. That's mother to baby mother, motherfucker, you look like a lady lover. I'll touch slapper, dapper, plus clapper. Tell a drink, come get drunk, it's nutcracker. And it's well known that Rel home. Yep, hit E.T. up on his cell phone. As your family dies and my family rise, call the network. Dipset family ties. I got niggas that's locked up in Attica, Elmira. Up in the mess hall, telling niggas that real fire. fire. Smack your pop, sell coke to your mother. And my weed the color purple like Oprah and Glover. The fam, tell me how you getting extorted by Tom, Dick, and Harry. And all them niggas is gay, Tom, kissing Harry. I got proper work if you want to cop some work. Diamonds in the ring, the color of Papa Smurf. Dipset worldwide, now you haters know us. Beaver bed spreads, alligator sofas, range candy paint. Now a later rovers go to sleep so high, I don't know how I wake up sober. Went from living in the hungry ghetto to white girls saying, wow, what a lovely bezel. Diamonds in the yummy yellow. You just another funky. Haters wanna snub and pump me. And Pataki wanna lock me up and double bump me. Get on my feet with some hard white, a couple junkies. I know I'm a piece of shit, but my mother loves me. Kill you, take my ass to another country. Fuck New York, get my coke from another country. Got Africans that's coming to America with the best dope that's coming to America. And your own man don't acknowledge your G. Cause you ain't wanna go to war like Muhammad Ali. Dipset. <laughs> Welcome back, y'all. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Maestro Styles and yeah. Trey Frazier here in the house. And uh, I just gave y'all the score update on that Wizards Celtic game. But let's, uh, before we do that, Maestro, um, the Bulls blew it. 
against Boston. And so, um, do, do, do the Bulls have to fire Hoiberg at, at this point? Hmm. No. You, you don't think? I don't think so. Because. I don't think so. I mean, they couldn't, I mean, they couldn't win a game. If you're comparing it, if you're comparing it to the, the Tom Thibodeau days, then yeah. But that, I think that's the only reason. It's been three years, right? I mean, they made a playoff. You know, a playoff. Sure. The past two years, they didn't. Right. Um. I mean, they got a star in Jimmy Butler. I mean, for all intents and purposes, I don't know how long Rondo's going to go, but mm-hmm. they got they got Rondo. Right. Yeah, and like I said, I got to eat crow. He's an asset to this team. Yep. Um, They got that. Uh, if they got any issue, if I have any issue with the Bulls, um, it's their front court. Mm, yeah. No, that's, I mean, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, I, 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 think, I think they underachieved a bit this year. I think they. I think they underachieved. With Rondo going out, though, they underachieved. You mean in the playoffs? Yeah. I'm, no, I'm talking regular season. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm just saying regular season. Okay. I just think that they underachieved. I think with that veteran presence plus the talent of Jimmy Butler plus some role pieces, they they could have won 45, 46 games. I I, don't, I couldn't okay. see no reason why they couldn't do that. And yeah, part of it had to do with Rondo's inconsistency battles in the locker room and, you know, players calling out other players and all that stuff. I, you know, I, I get all that, but I, I just thought there was enough to where they could have won more games that they actually could. And that's an indictment on how Hoiberg not so good Freud Bush doesn't run a tight ship. Yeah. He I, doesn't I, run a tight ship. I, I just don't think he runs a pretty good. And then you're talking about trading Jimmy Butler uh, in the mid to mid. Because oh, yeah, he, right, right. he was on the he block, block. Yeah, right. you know. So if that's out there, then God knows what's going to happen next year. I, I, I think I think he's safe. I think he's safe. Maybe. Yeah, I think maybe. He's safe. Maybe. So what do you think about this series, Celtics-Wizards? Uh, game one uh, was a disappointing game one yeah, for the Wizards. And, and, and I'm, I'm sorry. Um, it was a disappointing game. It, it was. But it was, for me... It was strictly because Marquise Morris went out, and and, 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 it, and it's no it's no coincidence that the second he went out, all Al Horford started going off. Yep, Al Horford was the person who got him up out of there, mm-hmm. and and Crowder you know, and Smart and yeah, those other guys benefited benefited off of Horford being able doing to what he's out. doing. He damn it had a triple double. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't count on. Crowder having that type of game again. Yeah, they they hit um, threes from everywhere. Yeah, Crowder was on. Crowder had like twenty twenty yeah. points. Um, Marcus Smart, like, I, and let's be clear, I like Marcus Smart as a player, but he ain't it yet. You know, he got right. he got some time to figure some Definitely. stuff out. Definitely. Um, Why and, and I, I haven't got to watch some. You know, obviously, we doing the podcast, so I haven't been able to watch the game. Um, them them boys mad. The Wizards, they mad. Oh, I bet. They're mad. I and bet. They, and, and they I would be too. Be mad. I would be too. Forty-two, thirty-two is the score. Yeah, they should be mad um, because um, that that game one. Mm-hmm. I think I think they would have stole that game one had Marquise Morris that went out. Yep. And um, so now they got to make it up in game two. Yep. I, I have to admit though, I got a little worried, and you and I. We both like the Wizards in the series. We think the Wizards are the better team. 
But I have to admit, I got worried after game one, and I know it's, you know, game by game, yeah. each game's different. But to go up 16 nothing, and then to get outscored by 30 points at yeah, some point simple, in the yeah. game, that's that's not good, man. And, you know, people talk about the bench being not so great, and I kind of agree in a sense that oh, the, uh, Wizards? the Wizards bench. Like I, I like Bojan Bodanovic. I like him coming off the bench, I think putting he threes. To give us more, but yeah, I like Ubre a little bit, you know. And, I like Jennings. and Jennings, yeah, I, I, I like those guys. I just think they're not consistent enough when it comes to if you got to give John Wall, you got to give Beal a spill on a bench that they could come in and they could hold down the fort consistently. Do, I, I think they do okay. Yeah, they do okay. I just think I just think people say they're not consistent enough. And when I've watched some of the games in the regular season, I kind of see that. So, you know, be as it may, but that them blowing that lead kind of made me worried a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and and losing Markeith, and I think he's I think he's playing tonight. Um, I I I believe Markeith. Somebody can check that for us. I, 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 I believe he's playing tonight because they did say that he was. Um, questionable yeah which usually means they're gonna play so you know him going out made me think oh boy is the curse coming again <laughs> like nah I, like, I, think, I think we're gonna beat him in six um yeah I, I i'm gonna stick with it six games yeah I, i'm i'm gonna stick with it but game one just had me worried it's like i told you last last week I, I told you them boys was not gonna lose another game against atlanta I mean, mm-hmm. they were not gonna lose i'm they gave up in the six, games. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They gave up their, their their bad shooting night and just their bad game. Yep. And they weren't going to lose no more. No right? doubt. That's a fact. No doubt. Uh, yeah, Monica said, yep, he's playing in okay, the game. Okay, that's so. a fact. No doubt, no doubt. Um, so what what's going to be the future for Oklahoma City? Obviously, they got knocked out in five. Um, I, I think we all saw the writing on the wall that this team – Going up against Houston was just not gonna. Even though I picked the I picked the series to go seven, but I think the first few games told me everything I needed to know after yeah. that. Um, so what what does OKC have to do um, to get better? So somebody was telling me that was because you know my you know my my problem with the team is Oladipo, and yep. um, somebody was telling me that maybe he just wasn't in a good that system doesn't fit his game, mm-hmm. and that might be that might be true. I don't know. I hope I hope that that's what it is. Right. Um cuz he was obviously you're not expecting him to come in here and, and be Kevin Durant meaning, you know, 28 points a game or nothing like that. That's not right. what we expected. But you got to at least give me 22 a game. You got to at least give me 22 a game. Yep. And he couldn't do that. Um he couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. He couldn't do it. Yeah. What do you um, have? What do you end up averaging like 16, 16 17? 17. Yeah, like come on, you can't. Yeah, you can't have a point guard who's averaging a triple double and then the next point total behind that is seventeen. Right. Yeah. That that's just not good, man. Um, I would have, and and I've I've always said that that was probably the best pickup they could have done given what was available. But I remember that off season, beginning of the season, Odo Depot is not going to be good for them. And, and, and you know, have we seen the best of him? The best of the depot? Yeah. I mean, truth be told, when he was in Orlando, he was averaging about the same thing. Okay. So, I mean, it's like, it's like people make it like, oh, but the system he was in in Orlando, the system he was in in Orlando was he was the primary scorer. Yep. 
and you know whatever he couldn't score, Alfred Payton had to score. Right. And the Bama was averaging eighteen points. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe yeah, they, they were garbage team. At best, he was averaging twenty, and I seriously doubt that. Right. So. Yeah, they were a garbage team. Right. They was a, so it was. Yeah, he's going to look good when he's the you know first or second best player on the squad. Yep. Yeah, he's going to look good. Yep. Yep. Um, I think they need to see if they can address the number three position because Roberson. He, I know he plays Robertson good defense. Need to come off the bench. Yeah, do, need to come off the bench. Yeah, you got to do something. Island, he need to come off the bench. You got to do something there. Because so you can't. Cephalosha gave you more than that. You can't. Yeah, I was just getting ready to say. I think Cephalosha bringing him back would be a pretty good oh, no, 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 fit no. for them. Oh, no, I don't think that's going to work. Why, why is it not going to work? Because, see, when Thabo was there, you got to understand when Thabo was there, Kevin Durant, Harden, and uh, Westbrook was there. Right. So, no, he didn't have to score shit. Right, you know what I'm saying. So, and so if he got you 12 mm-hmm. or 15 points, that was like bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Now with him coming back, he's gonna he's not gonna be no that much better scoring wise than than Robertson is now. You don't think so? No, nah, Robertson was bad when it came to scoring. He's not gonna though. be that much better though. I mean, you time if if and I don't know what what uh, Robertson is averaging point per game. What eight points maybe? I don't think that. I think Thibault might get you 10. 10 to 12, 10 maybe. 10 to 12, and that's not good considering you don't have Durant and Westbrook. He'll defend better. He'll he'll hit his free throws better. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but then he won't even really get to the line like that because he's a, he was like a perimeter guy, like more of a Bruce Bowen type. Yeah, sure, sure. But, um, yeah, if, if they don't make much improvements, I, I just think that it's going to be the same old, same old yeah, with this um, team. Yeah, Russell Westbrook, man, um... Keep on balling, man, because when your contract, when it's time for contract time, you get he's getting up where, out of there. Where, where, I mean, but wherever he goes, if he stays in Oklahoma, he's not staying in. Oklahoma. He's getting paid. He's getting paid. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Magic Johnson, make something happen, man. Yeah, man. even though I don't like the Lakers, Give him that make something happen. Give him that hundred seventy-five mil, man. Yeah, yeah, for real. So, um, so Rockets, so they move on. And they just basically blow the doors off the Spurs last night by about, I don't know, 30 points. I think they had like a 40-point lead at one point. And the Spurs just had no answers for yeah. Houston. But I'll give Houston credit. They knocked down their threes. Mm-hmm. It was just a matter of mm-hmm. they was just hot. The Phoenix Suns. Yep. Yep. But but defense, well, was it more they played defense or was it much more the Spurs wasn't the Spurs. I think they was running and gunning. Tony Parker can't do nothing with <laughs> nobody. <laughs> can't do nothing with Beverly. Ginobili <laughs> um, can't do nothing with nobody on that backcourt. Yep. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge is garbage. And I, and, That's disappointing. And I, and I mean that respectfully because he could play, but That's disappointing. he's garbage. Yeah. He's garbage. That That is He just... is garbage. Um, That's, it's like, why are you here? Why are you here? Yeah, they yeah. picked you up. They picked you up specifically to play the Tim Duncan role. Mm-hmm. Who you got in the series? Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to pick the Rockets, but um, I want to have faith in Greg Popovich. But this is this is why I'm picking the Rockets, and it reminds me of the old OKC series. 
it's like you could set them up for success. Mm-hmm. Meaning, Popovich set the Spurs up for success. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that James Harden is going to run right around that shit. Yep, and them old legs can't keep up with it. Yeah. I got the Rockets in seven, and, and the reason, only reason I'm giving them seven games is because Popovich is that nigga. That's I the will, only reason. I will give the Spurs in seven. I'm gonna pick the Spurs in seven because of Kawhi Leonard, and I know. He needs he help. Look, he, he, look, he look good, man. He didn't look good. He didn't look good. And that's, but, not to say, and that's not to say he's going to continue to not look good. Because, yeah, because you know game yeah. two, he's going to go all in. Yeah. You just don't know about LaMarcus Aldridge at, at this and point. And Gasol is not going to pick up none of that slack. Nope, nope. David no, no. Lee David Lee was terrible yeah. last night, too, man. I didn't realize how bad he was defensively until that game. Yeah. Like, he's not a good defender. Yeah, he's, he's not a good rebounder, either. Yeah. Like... I'm like, dude, like, what do you do? hold on to the yeah, basketball. Like, <laughs> it's crazy, man. All right. Um, the Clippers get sent home um, in drubbing fashion. Um, let's face it. The, the Jazz play this methodical style of basketball that just slow you to sleep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that's it for the Clippers. And, look, just break them up already. Get them, get them up out of there. Get Blake out of there. CP3, yep. I think you need to go somewhere else and, and try to win a title, man. Yo, I I, I thought about this and getting to CP3. I, I, I thought about this because I was... Jamal Crawford out of there. Cause I, I don't was, care where Jamal Crawford goes. <laughs> Get him somewhere where he got a chance to win a championship. Yeah, put him in Cleveland. But, um, yeah, CP3, I thought about this earlier because I heard somebody talk about where could he possibly go and... There was a chance he could have went to Cleveland, but Kyrie's there, and they won a title already, so that's kind of not an option. So I thought I thought of this place because somebody talked about going home, and not that they would be a title contender, but I think that they would be the number two team of the, in the East if this team gets him. But could you imagine him with the Charlotte Hornets if you get CP3 you put Kimball Walker at the two. You put Batoon. You keep Batoon at the three. And now you got another defender at point guard. <coughs> and See, they and they and they play some good defense already. I think the I think the weakness is still gonna be the front court. For Charlotte, unless they find a way to get some how many kind of star. Do you see Chris Paul averaging as a starting point guard of the Charlotte Hornets. How many points do I see him averaging? Yeah. Well, what's he averaging with the Clippers? About 18, 18. 19, maybe? So about the same. I don't believe I don't believe it's gonna drop off. I think he about can average same. I think he can average around the same. Kimba Walker is gonna average about the same, or you think his point total goes up? I'm wondering if his point total can go up a little bit. See, here's the thing. Because see, because I see Kemba Walker more of a two than a point guard. But I don't see him as the type of two guard that's going to give you. That's going to be like, you know, twenty seven points a game. Um. Yeah. Probably. Probably not. But if maybe maybe if you combine, because see, you got to look at what he had in L.A. You got to look at the fact that J.J. Redick was. I mean, he's a sniper, but he was inconsistent. You got to look at the three spot, which was god awful. Uh, I'm I'm not even going to pronounce the dude's name, but he was awful. Then Lakba Muhe. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I, 
yeah. something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, he he was terrible. I mean, he was good for defense, but he couldn't score. And then you got Blake, who I think is a superstar, but you he's know, really a superstar. Blake. I I I think I think really? I think he's a superstar. I just think in the big moments, I just think he doesn't show up when you need him to show yeah, up. I don't think Blake's a superstar. So when I look at what he had in L.A. and if like and again, this is just a fantasy, and I don't believe that this will ever happen. But I'm just imagining that because he's from North Carolina, mm-hmm. and if he goes to Charlotte, I think he would have. More scoring options than he would. Guard. They need a better two guard than Kimber Walker for that to work, in my opinion. A, a better two guard. Mm-hmm. Well, he'll well he'll have some scoring at the three, but it, like like I said earlier, that their weakness will still be that front court with yeah, at the four and the five. Because you're not counting on Marvin Williams to be no. Blake Griffin, and you're not no. counting on Roy Hibbert. <laughs> <laughs> to be DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that. I mean, I guess that would that might give them the eight seed. They would have to. Uh, they would have the to. Eight seed in the playoffs. Maybe, but they. It's a fantasy, but I think they would need a four or a five. They would need like a, like a star. They would need like a a a, a star and a half. I think they need in more Charlotte scoring for that to happen. I think they need more scoring. I don't think I don't think Batum's fifteen, and I'm just guessing that what he's averaging. But Batum averages fifteen, nine, and six on most nights. But I'm talking about they need more scoring, though. I'm not I, sure. Yeah, I mean that's cool, but I don't think his fifteen, Kemba's eighteen, and CP 18 is enough to win. Is enough to make a legitimate splash in the playoffs. I think that might if they play good defense, that might get them the eight seed. But I think that's about it. They would I don't know. I, I, think Chris, I think Chris Paul's a difference maker, man. I mean, you look what he did when he was in New Orleans, man. He had David West and uh, yeah, Tyson Chandler. A, talking about a young, first of all, Devontae West was scoring over 20. Yeah, I get that. But I just think he's a he's a big difference maker, man. And then you had, and Chris Paul was more of a scorer back then right. than he is now. Yeah, sure, sure. I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. That was just a fantasy of mine. Uh, so, so the Jazz move on, and they got to play the Warriors game one tonight. Um, sweep. You know what? I'm not gonna go sweep. I think. Look, let's be clear. Warriors gonna win the series. I think this thing's gonna go six, and and the reason why I say that is because I think the Jazz, just like they did to the Clippers, and I know the Clippers are not. The Warriors, but I think they got the kind of basketball and a couple of veteran guys that can lull you to sleep a little bit. I'm gonna go six. Wouldn't be surprised if it went five. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll give the Jazz that much credit. No, they ain't gonna credit for me. Uh, you know, Sweet. I gotta cause see, I gotta see, I gotta see everybody healthy. Cause when they were in the regular season and they were playing against each other. All these guys weren't together as a group. Like, Rudy Gobert wasn't there. Um, You had some games where um, Hayward um, wasn't there. So now you've got these guys together playing a brand of basketball that, look, it works works in the playoffs. I mean, look a couple years ago what Memphis did to the Warriors. They took them to six. I mean, that, that, that kind of basketball can get, can extend the series. I don't think they're gonna get swept. Yeah, I gotta sweep though. I, I think I think any offensive, um, you know, you tell me Draymond can't deal with Gobert. 
Mm, I think you can, but I don't think you're going to just completely take him. I mean, I'm him. not talking about taking him. I'm, I'm talking about, I mean, because not like his numbers are super amazing anyway, Gobert. Mm-hmm. But uh, you telling me that you tell Clay locked down Hayward, he won't be locked down for the most part? Might hold him to what, 20 maybe? I mean, between, between, Go, I mean, between, um, and let's not act like the Jazz can't defend. Let's not, you know, act like they I mean, can't but defend. We're not, but we're not going to sit here talk about them defending the Warriors when we're talking about Steph, Clay, and sure. Yeah, I mean they're gonna get theirs, but yeah, they're just I mean, they're not they're fair. not gonna but they're not just gonna roll all over this. Te- I mean they're not gonna roll sure. all over this team. Yeah, they're not. I think on both sides they're gonna be I'm some sure matchups. Be, I'm sure there'll be issues, but again, I'm sure there'll be issues within stints of games. But I think they're. I don't think they're. I don't think they can hold those three scores in check enough to win a game. Hmm. I, I I don't know. I, I I still think when you can play that style of basketball and just slow the game down, I think it's enough to have, get you two games. You gotta have guys that can score. Gobert is not a great scorer. I mean, even if you compare it to the Grizzlies, if you compare it to the Grizzlies, I was gonna say who the Grizzlies got to score even Marcus at that Saul, time. Marcus Saul is a way. I mean, Eon's beyond a better scorer than Gobert. Sure. But is, is he is uh, he a better Rando, defender? Is he a better defender but then? Talking, but we talking about having enough to beat the scoring. Sure, but some team. but sometimes enough defense can be enough to get you through a game. Gasol is going to give you way more offense. If you if by chance you get to slow down the Warriors, mm-hmm. you have to get points behind that. Sure, Golden Gordon Hayward can get you points now. But who else? Who else is giving you points? Um, Joe Johnson. Can give you a little something. He's not going to go berserk, exactly, but exactly. R- Rodney Hood can give you points off the bench. You, ain't nobody giving you. It's like talking about. It's like talking about the Bucks. The Bucks. That was the Bucks. A lot of the Bucks issues. You can't nobody give you scoring. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I. Would, I don't know if that's a fair comparison to compare the Jazz to the Bucks. I'm just talking about offensively. You can't. You have one guy that you go to for right. points, and if you shut that down, that offense is not going to be efficient. But see, I believe we're so blinded by the fact that they play so slow that, yeah, they, they might score I get it, 80 points, but they'll hold the other team to you know 82. Saying? You're not holding the Golden State Warriors to 82. If, if, they could, if they could hold them to 105. If they could hold what? them to 100. If they could, if what the Jazz can't score 105, two games, they can't score 105 in two games, two in two out of six, in, think, in two out of six, I think they can. Okay, that's that's fact. That's what I said. In two out of six, I think the other the Warriors are gonna get them. I don't think the Warriors. I don't think there's a game if they score 100. But let's be clear, if they score 105, mm-hmm. some that means they put a lot of energy into their offense. Possibly, and they, and they're not known for that. So yeah, bro, yeah. they get swept in my mind. Yeah, that I mean, the majority says that, but I I, I think they um, I think it goes six. Uh, Raptors and Cavs. Um, sweep. You think that's a sweep? I think yo. I give them one. I ain't front though. I ain't gonna front though. Going back to Game Six in Milwaukee, man, they blew that twenty-five point lead, and we thought up. Oh, here come the Raptors, game seven, and they, you know, they eke it out. If that was a more veteran-laden team in the Bucks, 
they would have won. They would have won that game and put that game, series of seven games. Mm-hmm. But that that series though makes me think. Excuse me. That series makes me think that they're probably going to get swept because of the style of play. Yeah. But they can't stop that offense. But I'll they can't. They can't. But I'm going six. Cavs and six. Give me Cavs and five. I'm a, yeah. I, I'm I'm giving them one game, um, just because I'm a generous person. Right. Give them one game. Right. Right. Um. So yeah, Grizzlies went home. Bucks went home. Hawks went home. Um. Just quickly, Bucks just need more experience. Get a veteran up in there. Greek Freak is gonna you know up his game. Um. Get the Hawks a score. The Hawks. Um, get a star. Get yeah, get a superstar up in there. I don't know. Take them to Magic City or I don't know. Do something. Yeah. <laughs> Got to do something to yeah. get a get a face of the franchise up in there. And the Grizzlies, man. Um, there's gonna be some pieces that are gonna be leaving, go. man. See, Zebo's gonna go. go. You gotta go. Tony Allen, I think, is gonna go. And, and I mean, not because he's playing bad. He's just he's he ever just. You worn out your welcome, both of them. Him and Tony Allen. Right. You just worn out your welcome. Uh, yeah, uh, I get Well, I'll I tell you this. I think the face of the franchise has kind of shifted to Mike Conley. Oh, yeah. At, at this I point. think it's been that for two or three years. I think it's been that for two or three years. I'd say two years. I'd, I'd say about two. Uh, Miss Mocha uh, says Toronto shouldn't even been there. They got no chance against the Cavs. Uh, she also says she'd rather see the Bucks. Yeah, but I think you'd rather see Greek Freak against LeBron. I don't yes. think you'd rather see the entire team against the entire team of the Cavs because that's. Well, well, I disagree with that. Look at the length that the Bucks have. I, w- I would rather see that go up against the Cavs. They got a lot of length and athleticism. Here's they could, the they could, they could defend now. Here's the thing: they, the, they could defend. The, the the Cavaliers don't play great defense. But what they but what they lack in defense, they make up in offense. Sure, and, that, and that's just a fact. And the Bucks can't score with that. No but matter see, how much defense they play, they can't score with the Cavs. But see, a matchup like that, though, instead of what it was like in the Pacer series, where it was in the hundreds, I could see a series like the Bucks Cavs being the nineties, but the Cavs find a way to get out the series. Nah, I, I don't think they have a shot, and, and I mean, and I mean, a. I don't think they would have had a shot. You think that they got swept? The Bucks against the Cavs. I think they would have got swept. Mm. I think they would have got swept. Yeah, I think the first couple games would be Raptors, interesting. I think the rap. Okay, the games could be interesting, but I think they're gonna get swept. Right, but no, I'm saying like if it's the first two games, and I see that this is like pure dominance, then I'm, I'm not giving them a shot the rest of the way, but. I mean, the games could be interesting, but they don't. That wouldn't change the fact that the Cavs would be winning, in my opinion. Sure, but if they hold them to like ninety points, then you're like, okay, they're see, defending. See, they're that. But see, that's the difference. But see, you, you, but see that's the difference. You if, a, you, if you, if you, if you, because look, what what the Cavs been doing? They've been scoring over a hundred, a hundred and thirteen points. Exactly. If you, if you, if you hold them to ninety. You're At asking, least you have a shot. At least you got asking, a shot. But you don't understand how much you're asking of a team to hold the Cavaliers to 90 points. You're asking Why can't a they? lot. That is, 
that's not impossible. It's difficult to hold. Sure, it's difficult, but they, but and Milwaukee and still keep up with them. But Milwaukee keep uh, Milwaukee could keep up athletic athletic wise. I'm They're not going to get tired. I'm talking about offensively because it's more than just being athletic. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get that. I get you that. You had the better jump shooters or the better drivers or the better free throw shooters. I get that, but there's the, nobody on that team, the Bucks I'm talking about, right? That's going to give you points when you need points outside of Greek free. But maybe that's not the way you beat Cleveland. It's just trying to outscore them. That that that's well, you probably outscore not them to win a game. Yeah, but maybe that's not the the Pacers tried to do it and it didn't work. Yeah, but you're not. The point is, is that no matter how much defense you play, you, gotta, you still have to outscore them to win the game. Sure. Well, when you're I'm not going to outscore them at no facet of the game. Well, when I'm when I mean outscore, I mean like you got to gotta put out. up 120 points. Yeah. You're you're definitely not going to do that. You're not going to do I'm that. Saying, but what I'm saying is, is that even if you try to slow the game down. Mm-hmm. There's still there's still situations in the game where LeBron's gonna say, "I yeah, that's fine." I'm getting to the free throw line, whether you like it or not. That's fine. And Greek Freak is not gonna get that same respect that LeBron is gonna get. That's they fine. Can't keep, score with them. Keep the game in the '90s. You give yourself a shot. That 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 that's that's yeah, all I'm I saying. I, I hear what you're saying, but what I'm my because you're not gonna outscore the Cavs. But yeah, <laughs> but that's but that's but that's what I'm saying. That I understand what you're trying to say, mm-hmm. but. You can't outscore the Cavs. You just can't do it. The only team that can outscore the Cavs and play defense with them right. is the Warriors. Right, right. Um, Mocha says, we all know it's going to be Cavs and Warriors. Why watch? Oh, you got to watch yeah, because... Look, if he was there, you'd be watching even though they'd be home by it's now. T- it's, look, this is, this is the tiebreaker. You know, one and one. You know, yeah. we've never had this in you the know, history of the NBA. You know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure who's winning. I'm, I'm sorry, I, it, it's no way that they're gonna do something with, with Durant, Clay, Draymond, and Curry. Both those offenses, though. No, 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 no. See, see, because even if you play the the, the balance game, mm-hmm. so you got um, uh, LeBron, Durant, you got Curry, Kyrie, Clay, who? Say that again. I say if you play the matchup game, right? LeBron, Durant, mm-hmm. Kyrie versus Curry, right, right. Clay versus who? I'm man. I'm drawing. I'm like, drawing. I'm drawing a, I'm drawing, I'm drawing a like, blank right now. Fucking with Clay. Who's fucking with? Who, Clay? Who's the Who's the two for? Oh, Jr. Jr. I mean, streaky. Good. I was gonna say. I mean, he's been a better defender as of late, but still mm-hmm. streaky. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. He's been a better defender lately. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, I mean, and, better than his early I, years. And if I gotta be a hundred percent honest, Kevin Love can't deal with Draymond. If I gotta be honest, no, no, he can't deal with Draymond. But I don't know. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna write off the Cavs that easily. Yeah, I'm just right, yet. I'm sorry. I'm writing them off. Um, I'm, I'm pending not. injury. Pending injury to one of those four, mm-hmm. I'm writing them off. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to do that yet. LeBron, I mean, I, I can't underestimate that guy, man. Yeah, he, he that dude. He, he, he could find a way. Um, I'm not picking it. I'm not picking the finals winner yet. Oh, I mean, we got to get through. You hear me and hear me good. Maestro Styles has picked the finals. The Warriors are winning. Uh, oh, I mean, that's fine. That's fine, but... Uh... <laughs> Mocha I said, said when Durant went there. Right. Mocha said, wake me up when the finals. Uh, I don't know what you mean by that, Mocha. 
Uh, we we got to send a special shout out to the entire X Squad affiliates um, for tuning into the show. We got to shout out everybody that's listened in and uh, tuned in. And uh, also, we got to thank the homie, the mayor of Billionsburg. Uh, for dropping in and um, you know giving us some good sports talk and uh, again takes and bird shit. Yep, yep. Make and sure y'all check that out. SoundCloud.com. Um, I'll be sending a link out through social media. Be on the lookout for that. Also, just check us out on our social media outlets: Facebook, Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Also on Twitter at Barbershop S P O R two. And we got an email address if you want to reach out to us. It's barbershopsportstalk1 at gmail.com. And then you want to check out this show, this particular episode on demand, go to Spreaker.com to our show, or you can go to Google Play Podcasts or iTunes. And when you get there, just make sure you're subscribed. And if you're not, do that. You know some friends out there. Get their phones, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. All right, folks, that's it for the show. I'm Trey Frazier. That's Maestro Styles. Yes, sir. Uh, we're going to holler at you next week and uh, give you that sports talk. Peace out. And this feels like a victory. Uh, competition is slim to me. Yeah, it's this story, it's history. Oh, man, this is my story, no mystery. Yeah, this feels like a victory. Uh, the competition is slim to me. Yeah, it's his story, it's history. Homie, this is my story. First things first. Uh, shout out to the sponsors. Everything I do, I do it big. I'm a monster. The key from West Brooklyn. Came with the thunder. Every day, another triple double on Tonja. At times I sit and wonder how we keep it going under. But I always beat the clock like how we're at the buzzer. Looking in the crowd at the audience, they love us. Got a team of warriors, nobody ranked above us. And I got love for my brothers, keep the chemistry strong. We're gonna be a fool. Well, I keep the legacy gone. The most valuable pro headed straight for the throne. I'm in the lane of my own. Two, three when I get in my zone. Even when I'm OT, man, I still feel at home. The G-O-A-T when it's close to the dawn. They only make legends where I'm from. Been no we won before the song be gone on. And this feels like a victory. Competition is slim to me. Yeah, it's this story, it's history. Oh, man, this is my story, no mystery. Yeah, this feels like a victory. Uh, the competition is slim to me. Yeah, it's this story, it's history. Oh, man, this is my story. I know that you wishing he'd probably break a leg And even if they still wheelchair him in the end Till his last end So I got love for my fans Back by popular demand I'm the man All I do is win Life is like a highlight reel I put numbers on the boards Even scores up abroad for real I do it just for sport Like the homies with the rock and the white tube socks Word is born, I am the one I got it locked, up in the clutch, the pressure on Back on the block, I call the shots You sit and watch when I'm against the clock I make the world stop, hold up But let's get back to business, please I'ma be a fool while I know you sick of me Y'all ain't real ballers, y'all just lit two leagues And we ain't taking no losses, we the winning team is And this feels like a victory Competition is slim to me, yeah. It's this story, it's history. Oh man, this is my story, no mystery. Yeah, this feels like a victory. Uh, the competition is slim to me, yeah. It's this story, it's history. Oh man, this is my story.
Do you wonder where your food comes from? More and more people do. America's corn farmers work hard every day to grow a crop that you can be proud to serve your family. And they're doing it with an eye towards sustainability, caring for water, air, soil, and resources that fuel healthy families and more sustainable products. Take a look to find out how farmers in rural America work to make life better for all of us, from cities to their rural communities. Learn more at ncga.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. The been thinking about McDonald's all day can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 